All right, all right, all right. What is going on, everybody? And welcome on back to a brand new edition of the Cinema Lords Podcast. Episode number 19. But more importantly than that, it's episode number one of the, the new year. Episode 2023. First episode of the new year. Hopefully, what's going to be the first full year here at the podcast. We started off in uh, September here last year. So hopefully, this is our first full run. Ho- hopefully, there's a lot in store for this for the show. I have a lot planned. I have a lot of goals. So hopefully it's a big year here at the show. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm really looking forward to getting back in here tonight. It's been a while. I haven't talked to you guys since the Christmas show. I was supposed to come back last week, but I had a little case of COVID. So that really sucked. I had to kind of be in uh, lockdown for a few days there. But Still around, that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. It got me good this time. I had it once last year. I got it again this year. But this year was much bigger. Uh, it put me on my ass this year for like freaking three like three days. Jeez. I was, uh, yeah, I was fucked up. But uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys. Obviously, I've while I was on lockdown, I watched plenty of time to watch. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's catching up to do. Yeah, I consumed consumed a lot, so I'm excited to talk <laughs> about some of the things I've been watching the last couple weeks. Uh, I'm excited to talk to you guys because it's been a little bit since I talked to you boys. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yep. I'm excited to talk to you guys. Uh, and then we are going to do a couple things here tonight. We're going to do a nice little 2023 preview for everybody. We're going to kind of go right through the calendar year. And uh, talk about some of the things that we're really excited for and looking forward to. Maybe some things that we're not looking forward to too much might pass on. Uh, and then we have a couple of reviews to close out the show tonight. We're going to be reviewing both The Menu and Avatar 2, A Way of Water. Two movies I'm very excited to talk about because I didn't just like them both. I love them both. So I'm very excited to talk about them. So a lot to get into. Uh, before we start diving on in, let's catch up with who we're with on the ones and twos. He hasn't been here since, I believe, Halloween. It's been a while, but you guys know him well. The human soundboard himself, Mr. Los. What's going on, baby? I'm back, baby. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while, man. You were a busy I'm, man. I'm glad we vacationing. Oh, yeah. Busy with life, but I'm back on the ones and twos. Ready to get loose. Let's do it. Let's go. And then my co-host this evening, you guys know him very well at this point. He just got back from a little vacation himself, too. Uh, Mr. Seth Rogers, what's going Thank on, baby? You. I'm so good to be back in the studio with the boys. Uh, it's, you know, Yo, nice va- it's a nice vacation, much needed. Uh, rested up. I uh, did do some catching up myself the month we were gone. So it's uh, it's good to be back in the studio with the boys. We got uh, we got a lot to talk about. I got some reviews for some things I was catching up on. Like we're saying, I'm looking forward to a lot of things coming out this year. So I'm uh, yeah, I'm ready to get into it. Nice, nice, nice. You boys actually vacation together? Did you guys have a good vacation, boys? Vacation oh man, it was phenomenal! Oh, absolute blast! Phenomenal! Nice, nice. I wish I was there instead of here. Not gonna lie, I'm sorry. <laughs> Winter's upon us. That's baby. not Winter's a bad year. Winter's here. <laughs> Life from Aruba <laughs> is uh, set the game. Hey, hey, you can still do the podcasts from from Aruba. Yeah, just saying. Just some Skype saying. calls and stuff. Get you guys a mic. It's all you need. Only one, one way to find need. out. Funded by the podcast too. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. Good. I'm glad to hear that though. Glad you boys had a good time. Uh, before we start diving through all the topics this evening, I just wanted to touch upon a qu- couple quick, uh, you know, a couple quick things. First off, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who tuned into the Christmas show. Uh, that was another one, just like Halloween. We put a lot of work into that show. Uh, myself and you know, myself in particular, and my girlfriend Stephanie, we put a lot of work just getting into the preparations and, and getting that show up and up and going and stuff. And um, a lot of lot of love for it. it. Seemed like a lot of people enjoyed it. Uh, Shout out I, Santa I too. Time. Yeah, Santa. Santa, Santa time, killed the like. competition. The man knows. The man knows Christmas. He absolutely dominated it. I mean, if you thought anybody else won that draft, uh, you're smoking. Yeah, you're smoking. The, the Halloween one was up for debate, but that 
that seemed like a no-brainer to me. Stomped in the competition. That was like the Vince Carter just, it's over. Like, it's over. Yep, yep. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely mauled him. Some would say that he had a redemption for vision, you know. Some would say that special guest hosts, you know, now one and one in the draft. Yeah. So. And shout out Phil, too. Phil, Phil uh, yep. for his first, first podcast. podcast. Not just, you know, yep. being a draft, being his first podcast, too. He held his own. Yeah, no, he so did. He did a he great sure, job. He sure did. I don't think he picked Krampus for anything, did he? He did not. I was stunned. That was, honestly, that was the shock of the draft was him not Hey, Phil, I Krampus give you credit. No picking Krampus. <laughs> the movie stinks. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I was legitimately stunned. But uh, it was a good time, and I, I really enjoyed it. And like I said, it seemed like a lot of other people enjoyed it. So I appreciate anybody that took the time out, you know, watched it during that holiday break, shared it around. Appreciate it. Uh, I also wanted to mention that we're still on the race to 100 subscribers on YouTube. The Christmas show did good, though. The Christmas show gave us the biggest boost that we've had pretty much since we started. I think we got a good, like, 12 or 13 newcomers uh, on the subscriber nice. page after the Christmas show. So we're only, like, 30 not just, away. Not just elves, either. Not Santa's yeah. elves, either. That will happen on. <laughs> we're only, like, uh, 30 away now, but we're on the race to 100 YouTube subscribers. So once we get there, we will be giving one lucky listener. We'll be doing a raffle here on the show, a $40 AMC gift card. So if you're someone that watches on the YouTube but hasn't subscribed, hasn't made an account, takes two seconds make an account hit the subscribe button right below us if you're someone that listens on spotify or itunes just pop on over to youtube for a second hit that smash and subscribe button and bang you're instantly in that's all you gotta do easy peasy so run that back one more time what's the promotion we're running here all you got so 100 youtube subscribers that's what we're trying to get to we're at uh right i think we're at right around 70 69 68 something like that nice once we get to 100 we will be doing uh we'll be printing out all the subscribers all the, like you know get a list of them from youtube print the whole thing out, and we're going to do a raffle right here. We're going to pick one out. The winner gets a $40 AMC gift card. Well, hey, double it down right now. I'm going to do a $40 gift card, too. We'll have two winners. Oh, my God. Two winners. Two winners. Two winners. Smash that subscribe button right now. Smash that subscribe button. I'll be promoting that all week now. Stakes just got doubled. The stakes just got doubled. I love it. I love it. Shout out to Los, my man, my man. That's awesome news I'm right back. there. I'm back. <laughs> there we go. So now we get two winners. You know what I'm saying? Now we got two out of 100 people. Just doubled your chances of winning just like that. What more can you ask for for just smashing a little quick button? You know what I mean? What could possibly be easier? Um, but that's really all I wanted to get off the top. But uh, now that we're there, let's start uh, diving through. Like I said, I wanted to catch up with you guys first. Los, Seth, I don't know if you, uh, Seth, maybe you want to start. I know we haven't talked to you in a while. We had Christmas break, a lot of new things coming out, a lot of things came to streaming. Is there anything that stood out to you in particular that you really yeah, liked? Um, it's funny. So I watched, probably I got like five like major movies that I was watching while we were gone. And like the rankings are, like each one has its own individual ranking. So it was like fucking awesome, very good, somewhere in the middle. Another one somewhere in the middle, and then just, ugh. Okay, a little bit of everything. So, like, yeah, there wasn't, like, I didn't see, which I like. I think it's better off that way, more to talk about. Like, it's, five, you know, five movies with its own individual category. I wouldn't put, oh, I watched five awesome movies. So like, no, yeah, 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 be yeah. honest with you, I didn't. There were a couple that, that didn't that didn't really do it for me. So, um, you know, if we want to get in, I know we'll get into one, two of them, actually, in particular, later on. So Let's save, the, yeah, let's, let's bookend we'll those. those two. Let's bookend those. Yep. Um, so actually, like right before here, I just got done watching uh, Devotion, okay. which was the uh, Jonathan Majors uh, movie. It takes yeah, place in the uh, the Korean War. Um, it was honestly, it was very good. Um, it's not, you know, you think like, you know, pilot movies. You may like immediately think uh, Top Gun, but it, you know, it's not not the same movie at all. It's not the same. 
It's not like an action-paced movie or anything. It does some very cool, you know, war scenes with the Korean War. Um, so it's more about like the the characters themselves and their storyline, which like Jonathan Majors again. I think we'll talk about it later on, but I just think if he hasn't already yeah, blown up, tra- like I'm gonna be on that myself. That just came to streaming this week, so yeah. Uh, so it's on Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Yeah, so I watched that one on Paramount Plus. So that was the one that was. Uh, it was it was very good. Um, Glenn like, Powell as well. Speaking of Top Gun, he was yep. just Hangman in the mo- uh, most recent. Yeah, Top Gun he was good too. They're both a very good, uh, very good combination. So it was a, uh, it was a good story. Like I said, like good characters. Um, the one below that, I saw the the Banshees of uh, of Insurance. I can okay. never Insurance or something yep. like that. Irisham, I think. Um, yeah, it was getting as well. I had that yeah, on my list. It was getting just reviews that kind of just blew it out of the water. Ridiculous the, reviews. Yeah, I, I just I put it like somewhere in the middle. Um, the story, like the storyline, was very was very basic, which I ended up kind of liking a little bit more than I did at first. Like it's just a very simple story of like somebody, you know, in in both characters, like they're both in their lives, and all of a sudden one just kind of shuts off communication. Yeah, best friends want to doesn't want to be friends anymore, just out of the blue. Yeah, and which like, is kind of cold. Like if all of a sudden, right. like one of you guys was just like, I'm I'm done with you, just like don't talk to me anymore tomorrow for no reason. I'd be like. The fuck! I want to know what's going on too. Yeah, and like the reasoning why, like you know, I was watching the movie thinking like there was going to be a payoff at the end, and like they finally explained why they split up. Yeah, and it was just even deeper, just more of like you like you're just boring. Like, yeah, I don't like you anymore. Like <laughs> you're just boring, and I was like, so to me, I actually deep. like I, this is one that I checked out as well. It's funny you say that. Brendan, so it's uh, Brendan Gleeson's character with Colin Farrell. Matt I, yeah, Matt I. Moody. Yep, yep, yep. yep. He's, so he's bored with Colin Farrell. And honestly, I was like, the whole, whole thing is centered around boredom. I was like, I'm kind of just bored with this movie. <laughs> I was kind of bored. It was. It ran kind of a little bit long. There was like, I thought Colin Farrell was good in it. Uh, his sister, who I wrote down her name as well, uh, Carrie Condon. I thought she was good yeah. too. Uh, I liked the both of them. I thought they did like a good job in it. But like I said, I was just kind of bored with the whole movie. It was kind of just like, I don't know, too weird for me. Yeah. And the, the friend was I'm good watching, too. What is it? Like, I thought the friend was pretty good too. He had oh, kind of the, like, like a... Eternals? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's um, um, Barry something. Barry Cody. He's the He's the Joker too. And that new... The last the, yeah, 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 yeah. Right at the end there? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, he was good. I I thought I it was Eternals. I thought it was funny too, but it definitely wasn't supposed to be funny. Like, I don't know. The accent's just... I think there was a little bit of a dark comedy aspect. Yeah. I definitely think, like, you're not supposed to not laugh while watching. Yeah. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, without we get too much into it, when he says, like, if you talk to me anymore, like, I'm cutting off my fingers. Yeah. I was like, huh? And the, and the first time he does it, like, he legitimately, like... <laughs> I was so, it was such a random, like, yeah, it's, a, it's such a crazy fucking threat. Like, I'm going to cut yeah. off my fingers. Like, oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> and, like, why no, you're, you and you're, like, as you're watching it, you're like, no, you're not. Yeah. And then you're like, <laughs> wow, holy shit. Like, he, he fucking did. He really fucking did. <laughs> like, it's like, that was wild. The accents just, you know, cracked me up. I don't know, just I, the old, like, Irish accents and stuff were just wicked funny. Like I was saying, when like, you had to have subtitles on. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you, I wouldn't thing. have understood half what the fuck they were saying. Yeah. Like so when they're say, like when they're saying like fucking or whatever, they they say like fecking. And yeah, they even uh, literally like words it out. Yeah, yeah <laughs> in the yeah, closed caption. I noticed that too. F-E-C-K-I-N. I thought that was very funny. That was like I, Colin I Farrell. Just his character was like like my favorite. Like he was just very good role in that movie. Like you were, I think if you're feeling that it's a boring movie, like I think he did his job as a character. His character yeah, was like maybe. pretty fucking boring overall. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Just, you're just a boring guy. But I mean, at the same time, though, they're on some little fucking island in fecking. Ireland. They're in fucking, like, what is it? I don't even know what year. It's, like, early. They say it at the beginning, but it's fucking. Yeah, it's in, the, like, the early, uh, like, 1920s. All right, so there you go. Yeah. 
I mean, how exciting can you really be? Right. Every single person how many people went to the same pod every meet? single day. Yeah, exactly. Right. You just yeah. you're, you're living the same life every single day. Yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of hard to be uh, super exciting. In yeah. That setting, you know what I mean? So I said that one was just kind of like like in the middle. I I didn't really like it too much at first, but giving it some thought, I was uh, I boosted it up to you know that's like right in the middle for me. I, I don't think I go out of my way to see it again. Oh, honest. I wouldn't. No, I, I wouldn't. And I also it. feel like if you don't catch up and watch it. You're not missing much. It's not. It's just crazy to me because it got so much love. Like people, like, it they did, got nominated yeah. for so many. Like Colin Farrell, like almost everybody that's in it got nominated for whether it's supporting or lead. Yeah, I, I could see a couple of nominations, but not any awards. I just, yeah, I don't think. I don't know. It, to me, it came off as one of those movies that people like want. Like they say they want to like it so that they can fucking be like cool and artsy. You know what I mean? They just want. Yeah, they right. want to like it. So yeah, they go into liking it. And I'm more of. A, I think we're both in the. I rather just have a little bit more simple role of. More entertainment during yeah, the movie. Yeah, exactly. You know, if I'm a simple, that makes me a simpleton, then so be it. So be yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's yeah. actually a good way to put it. I was just a little bit like, there's got to be. I was waiting for like, like you said, when at first I thought there was going to be like some event that maybe he found out about. That yeah, happened. big payoff or something. Nothing. It was yeah. just like absolutely. Not. I, was like, All right, I don't know. This it just wasn't. It wasn't for me. Yeah, it wasn't for me. I, I didn't love it. I had it like a low seven. Yeah, seven ones. That's about. That's a good call. Lose. What do you got? The only thought I had there was when you were saying. Nick, when you were comparing, like saying that people like a movie just to say that they like it, you know, they're like, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing strikes that harder than Manchester by the Sea for me. That oh, movie, okay, that movie, <laughs> I don't know. I get I what you're saying. Know. I definitely get but what you're saying. Everybody was like, "Oh, you see Manchester by the Sea." I'm like, "Yeah, movie stunk." Yeah, no, I, I, there was some of that same vibes. I actually feel like I think that that's a good comparison to be honest. Oh, you know, you you unsophisticated swine. That's what I'd be told. <laughs> yeah. It was it was like a movie too that I you could you could kind of tell that they wrote it I think with the intentions of winning awards I definitely think so and not trying to like blow the audience out of the water you know I think they were trying to get some awards in there whether it was like you know screenplay like I said I can see Colin Farrell uh, the, the Mad Eye Moody getting some nominations supporting actor um, I don't think it'll win but yeah again I put it somewhere in the middle um, another one in the middle we'll talk about later so I'll skip that one and then um, Elvis fucking didn't do it for me at all. Oh man! All right, I, I I didn't I didn't like Elvis at all. I, I really all right. Like my biggest gripe was that, like I watched so I watched Bohemian Rhapsody and it was very simple. It was a biopic about Freddie Mercury. Yeah, and like I see the I hated Bohemian Rhapsody. I see the 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 like the trailers and stuff for um for Whitney Houston's movie. Oh yeah, I'm like all right, that was pretty quick up. Yeah, That's yeah, yeah, a yeah. biopic about Whitney Houston. Yeah, this one it was like it didn't know what it was doing. It was it was like. It was kind of a biopic on Elvis, but then it was also about his manager and how he like fucked everything up, and, and like they portrayed his manager as such a bad guy. I wouldn't. I mean, Tom Hanks is the only part of the movie I didn't enjoy. I actually really loved the movie. He, I just hated Tom. Hanks. Oh my god, he was insufferable. Yeah, he was really bad. I thought it was. I, I said I, uh, it was his worst performance I've ever seen. It's the worst. Yeah, it's flat out like it's not like his character was bad or like you know the you watch movies and the, what's the intent where like they make the character hateful so that you hate it watching it yeah no this wasn't this this no. was just flat out like your, like your fucking makeup looked terrible mm-hmm. your accent was terrible is that i was awful. i literally couldn't focus while you were on the screen like while watching it because you just like taken away from it you stunk up the room like the entire time like yeah, while you're on I screen see that so it, it drove me crazy if it was just strictly i think the uh, austin butler the guy who played elvis like fantastic i was just gonna fantastic job I was going to let you finish, but as bad as I thought Tom Hanks was in that movie, I thought Austin Butler shined just as hard. Yeah. Almost balanced it out. Fantastic job. And then since afterwards, I was watching, you know, a couple, uh, like, videos. Like, you know the, the scene where he's singing uh, If I Can Dream? 
Yes. So I watched the like the original like Elvis video, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you could put these side by side, yeah. and it is fucking like a hundred percent. It is like by the like every move that Elvis does, like yeah, everything yeah. he. So he was phenomenal. Yeah. He did a great job. They said he was very very intense on like in the shooting of that tell. movie. They yeah. said he was very like fucking. You could definitely tell. Uh, it was just it was just more of like I said. I, I, the movie didn't. It wasn't just strictly a biopic on Elvis. It like yeah, didn't I, it, it I didn't know it didn't know what it was doing. I get what you're saying. So that that's where it lost me. Yeah. I like I, I actually I, I enjoyed Elvis quite a lot. Except for like I said, Tom Hanks really took it away, but I thought Austin Butler like, fucking killed it, man. And the, yeah. the performances the performance pieces were awesome. I uh, I liked Elvis. I liked it a lot. And Austin Butler is right up there for me as far as best performances this year. That was right up there. You should get one. I, yeah. I, there are a couple of other guys that are up there that I really liked. Actually one of them we're gonna talk about a little bit tonight. Obviously, I never totally agree with what they do in Hollywood because they're very pretentious and they always pick these subpar, not subpar, but random kind of movies, and they get all like, for instance, the one like the I think it was one one that uh, one last year it was Coda. Did you watch Coda? No, I don't think so. Coda was a totally good movie. I yeah. really really enjoyed it. I've seen that movie like fifty times though. Like, yeah, I've seen, same premise. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this is a coming of age movie. It just happens right. to be with a, a deaf family. Yeah, I was like, it's just a different spin on the same story. I was like, it's yeah. good. Don't get me wrong, it's a good movie. I really liked it. I was right. like, it's also my kind of movie. You know what I'm saying? It's right up my alley. I <laughs> yeah. love that kind of shit. But I was like, I was stunned when everyone was like, this is like they have a pitch for the year. I was like, yeah, what happens sometimes. I feel like people just get caught up in these certain things. But like, oh, like the like to like Academy Awards and stuff. I feel like the biopic ones are kind of tough to win. Like I don't think I don't think um, I'd have to look it up. But I don't think like Rami Malek won for Freddie Mercury. I think he did. Did he? Yeah. I think Sammy Rollick did win. I thought I could be I'd wrong have to look about it up. that, but I thought Sammy Rollick uh, did win. But just, like just the way, like it's a perfect example of what we were just talking about. Like in the Academy Awards, like Colin Farrell would probably win for Best Actor in Banshees of Insurance before Austin Butler would win for uh, that's, for. See, like, yeah, that's crazy. And I and I just think that's wrong. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. To me. But and I, like, I, I like Colin Farrell in the movie, but it was just like to me, it was just, they're doing two different things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I hear you. I do know how uh, that's happened to me before where certain people just take away the entire experience from me whenever they're on screen. And it was. In- Thankfully, like I said, that's whenever I was able to get past. Uh, that's right for you? Yeah, that's really all I had, just those five major ones. And gotcha. Like, yeah, we're going to come back to two later. of them. Yeah. Los, is there anything we haven't talked to you in a while? Actually, you know what else I wanted to ask both of you guys about was I wanted to get you, both of you guys' thoughts on White Lotus. I haven't talked to you since the finale. You were <laughs> <laughs> one of the best hey, intro songs the, of all time. That's the best part of White Lotus. Dude, every week, dude. Every single week, I'd be pumping my fist. I'd be going nuts. Hey, it's, it might be up there with ballers. I'm not going to lie. Oh, it's, it's different. It's, it's incredible. It's different, but I love it. It's incredible. <laughs> Nothing gets me fucking going than the intro to, to fucking White Lotus. Couldn't agree more. But yeah, like I said, we've been covering yeah. most of those episodes. You were away for the finale. What did you think of the ending? How'd you like it? I did enjoy it. So the more, like the the more I, I thought about it afterwards, and this could just be me, just maybe just conspiracy theory. But I think uh, the takeaway I got was that I think Daphne and her husband, I think like they came to the island. Their only goal was to kind of rekindle the flames between Aubrey Plaza and her husband. I think that's kind of what they do. I think they both know what's going on in their own lives, like, and I think it's their goal to they kind of, you know, I don't want to say like matchmaker, but I, I think it's I think it's their goal in life to kind of rekindle relationships that they can tell like the flame is dying out. That's an interesting take. So that was the biggest takeaway I got. But um, besides that, I had more of a focus on the storyline that I didn't think it was going to have the most. But it was like 
Yeah. It was one of those like it was funny, but not meant to be funny. It was just how Jennifer Coolidge died. Oh, I think that. I think there was some. There was some comedy in it in that. Oh man, it was. I mean, she was great, man. Just dive in the water and swim to the boat. Over. I couldn't believe it when that happened in that final episode. Holy shit! It's like pause. I had to pause. Pause from laughing so hard. Yeah, that that and her getting the gat and just going. Fucking yeah! yeah. yeah. Right. Her yeah. facial expression when she pulls like she's coming out of the room and she's just like her eyes are barely open. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that thing around. I was dying. I was dying. Would you guys? Uh, you guys like the season overall? Though? Season two. Eight? I liked season two more than I liked season one. To be honest with you. Yeah, I agree as well. Yeah, I totally agree too. Yeah, like the all the every storyline payoff. I I didn't dislike. Like yeah, you were a big fan of Lucia like we were. She yeah, she that, that was awesome. Girl, she got her money. She yeah. got it out of there. And it was a, she was working with that guy the whole time. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was come awesome. Come on, man. What a season for her. And then to even, to even make it a separate, like a, uh, an extra step and to have him and, and Portia at the end, like they were yep. like, oh, that was your trip. And they talked about it and they were like, can I get your phone number? <laughs> like, like they both kind of knew that they fucked up. Like I thought that was a nice little tie-in at the end. So every single storyline I was a big fan of and it kept my attention. So, yeah, I did. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Nice. Uh, Louis, is there anything else that you would check out that you wanted to chirp in or no? I'm good, baby. You Keep go. it rolling. All right. I had a couple I just wanted to bang through. I got one movie. I actually had two, but Banshees was one of them. The other one I checked out was Spielberg's The Fablemans, which I actually liked quite a bit. Uh, you actually mentioned movies that were made just to make like to win awards. This was definitely one of those movies, and I still liked it. This was Spielberg. Definitely, you could tell this one was kind of personal for him. But he did a really good job with it. Really good performances. Michelle Williams was really good. Paul Dana was really good. Seth Rogen stunk. But everybody else was good. The kid, um, fucking Gabriel LaBelle, the, he's the main character. They did a good job. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and I also, I feel like I did enjoy it a lot because it was something that I could relate to in a lot of scenes. Like there's a couple scenes where the kids just, they show him just literally watching, you know, watching a movie, watching on the big screen. He's he's captivated, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's, you can tell he yet. There's nothing else going on in the yeah. world, and I was like, I can relate to that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's that's why I'm doing this show right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's like how sometimes I am when I'm watching movies right. even now. I was yeah, like 29 years old. We were watching Avatar. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Now the, the, going back to Seth Rogen, did Seth Rogen stink because his like acting and everything was terrible, or was it just like like you're you're just a fat stoner from Pineapple Express? So you take on this, you take on this serious role, and I can't, I can't buy it. It wasn't, I don't know, because he's been in a couple of other things that I've seen lately that weren't necessarily funny. Like he was in that um, that Pam and Tommy show. Yeah, yeah, he right. was in that. Yeah, and he wasn't like funny, but he was you know kind of in a way sometimes a little funny. So like I've seen him in a couple of things lately. I don't know, but this he just didn't. It didn't. He didn't fit. He was weird in it. His role was kind of weird in it too. Yeah. Um, which I mean, that's not his fault. It's the role that he was booked to play. No matter what, the role is weird. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I just I, he was one of the things that I didn't like about the movie. Yeah. I'm interjecting right movie. here. I'm out on Seth Rogen officially. Yeah, I'm done kind of out, out on myself. I'm done with him. If, he, if he's, he's gone too far, and I don't yeah. like him no more. You were funny when you were the fat stoner, Seth. You, I, that, that's what I liked him at. His just brain, a fat stoner. <laughs> that's all I want you as. You know, yeah. I don't need you. So, so you're, need you you're out on these. You're out on him expanding his like acting. You know, trying to expand his acting. Yeah, you. But stay. if he goes back to if they come out with Pineapple Express two, oh, with catch my ass in the theater, big, 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 yeah, big right. of popcorn, smile on my face, high yeah. as hell. I wouldn't go see that. Right. His All right. So it's not completely broken. Seth Rogen out. He's a wild follow on Twitter. He's fucking. He yeah, policy broke his brain. Man. He sold out on his boy. I I understand. 
James Franco might have done some not so great things, but he just completely abandoned his boy, hung him out to dry, doesn't even talk to him anymore. It's outrageous. Yeah. Uh, You'd never do that. Hey, if one of my boys, if one of you guys did something that I was like, oh, shit, you probably shouldn't have done that, would I just excommunicate you and never talk to you again for the rest of my life? No. Not even close. That's I wouldn't what the Banshees did because they were born. Yeah. yeah Seth Rogen, Seth Rogen I'm out on him. If I can motoring. <laughs> um, but Fablemans, like I said, I, I enjoyed it. And it, Spielberg still got it, man. I, I mean, I thought, like I said, this was just a good movie to me. It wasn't like anything that was um, like over-the-top exciting and stuff. It's not for everybody. I'll say that. Yeah. This is not a movie that everyone's going to like. Steph, for instance, she didn't like it. She said, she said it was very, very boring to her. But I don't know. I, I liked it. Uh, it starts off as like you know a very family drama and gets into a little more of the coming of age kind of thing as the kid grows up a little bit more. But it, I, I enjoyed it. I, I said low eights for me. You know what I mean? Like an eight, two, eight, three, something like that. But I, I liked it. Not on streaming yet, but I think it'll be coming soon. That was the other movie, and then a couple of shows that I caught up on that I wanted to mention real quick. Um, one of them I loved. I'll, I'll start with this because a I loved it as my favorite one, and it's also one that didn't come out this year. It's something that I just stumbled upon. We talked a lot about coming of age things. I checked out 2019. It was on Hulu. It's called Looking for Alaska. Uh, it's written by the same guy, John Green. He wrote the Fault of Our Stars uh, book, which is the Shailene Woodley movie, The yeah, Little yeah. She's Sick, which right. was also a very good, super sad movie. Yeah. But it was good. Oh, yeah. um, but he wrote this one as well. And it was like eight episodes long, and I friggin' burned through it in just over 24 hours. I fucking loved it. Wow. I mean, like I said, it's right up my alley. You know what I mean? It's yeah. that coming of age shit. But basically, like, this kid in Florida, he's friggin' kind of, you know, a little bit of a weirdo, doesn't have a ton of friends, his parents are kind of weird and stuff. He's like, all right, I got to fucking try to figure out a, something else to do with my life kind of thing. <laughs> Need a new gig. Yeah. Turns out his dad actually went to a high school prep school, like, in Alabama. That's kind of like this outdoorsy kind of cool, wicked cool looking school. I fucking would have signed up. So he ends up going to the, that same school. Yeah. Instantly, like, meets his roommate, which is this kid called the, uh, they call him the Colonel. Awesome nickname. And he's the man, too. Fucking kid's the man. Yeah. Your nickname is the Colonel. Yeah. Big uh, shoes to fill. And then he introduces him to like his two other friends. One's this girl named Alaska, and then this other kid. Uh, this, I can't even think of his name. Uh, I can't even think of it. Uh, it wasn't just, wasn't a cool nickname like the rest of them. They called him his actual name. Um, but they end up, you know, becoming friends. So it's like first first romance. He's falling for Alaska. Obviously, your first real friends for the first time. He starts, you know, they're kind of like the almost not the tough kids, but like they smoke cigarettes and shit. Ton these kids smoke cigarettes the whole show, nonstop. Right. They're just ripping. Butt. So it's not like they're like the generic like you know high school losers. No, yeah. no, no, so, no. Yeah, definitely that's, that's not. Cool. Especially like the colonel's like the top of the class there. Like he's like the smartest kid there. Oh, all right, I like that. Yeah, it's different. And they have like almost this little ongoing prank war with the with like the rich kids. They call them like the weekday wars. I think their name is. They like make fun of them. That's their name for them. But they're kind of like you know the rich snobby kids, and they had like this constant prank battle that's going on. So that was fun and entertaining and shit. Yeah, she had some good pranks during that. Yeah, and then uh, something uh, that's why it's all called "Looking for Alaska." Unfortunately, something happens with Alaska, and then it's kind of them dealing with the fallout. So the show takes place like in two times, but like before the incident and after the incident. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, I fucking loved it. Right away, I ordered the book on Amazon, so I'm going to be diving into that too. But that I, I really, really, really liked. If you're into that kind of thing. Um, from there, two Netflix shows. Uh, second season of Ginny and Georgia, which I know neither of you guys are in on, but I love the first season. Second season was fine. I still enjoyed it. I'll be there for season three, but definitely wasn't as good as the first season. Uh, way too much Ginny, who I told Los is hands down my least favorite television character since Monica on Shameless. <laughs> I hated Monica with all my Terrible. fucking heart and soul. <laughs> yeah. 
She's awful. I hated Monica with all my heart. And so I literally screamed in celebration when she died here. We were watching this episode live. I don't know if you guys were here for that. Yeah, I do remember that. It was wicked. I fucking, I went nuts, man. I could not stand that woman. That was really funny. Uh, there was a few other ones that were up there. Juice is another one from Sons of Anarchy that was up there. Couldn't stand him. Tara. Oh, man, I hated Tara for Sponge of Anarchy, too. She was another one. But I fucking hate Ginny, and there was a ton of her this season. Not enough of the side characters who are actually why I really love the show. Like uh, Street from fucking Friday Night Lights is in it. Oh, wow. Okay. Streeter. Streeter's in it. She's like, he's he kind of smells, too. Not going to lie. What is it? Just saying. Streeter. <laughs> what about him? Kind of smells. Oh, I love him in that show. I mean, he's got definitely this season he was kind of playing like, you know, he's playing like that new stepdad role. He's like supposed to be overbearing and shit, but I love him. And he ended up being a badass at the end. The season did finish strong. I wish the rest of the season was as good as the finale because the finale actually fucking banged. So I do yeah. have still hope for that show. Going you can't take anything that I say about that show for face value either because I've seen very little of it. Yeah. I would say that show is definitely not made for us, but I am, I'm, I'm a sucker for any of that high school, young adult, coming of age shit like that. High school kids fucking up doing dumb stuff. I love it. I can't get enough of it. One thing you can't take at face value, though, is that Ginny stinks. She's awful. She is, she is so unlikable, man. And I honestly, it's just fact. I'm so glad that it's not just me too, because like I, I check out so many shows, like everything on social media. And there's every like this, every character has a fan base. Even like the shittiest characters have like a little corner of the internet that have a fan base. Nobody likes this girl. Every single tweet, if you like fucking search her name, is just negative, 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 negative. Is it meant negative. to be like that though? Like, is she doing a good job? If I don't know, man. Yeah, like she's meant to have a fan base, and I think so. Actually, yeah, I think so. <laughs> it's like I don't know. I don't know who wrote this. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But at least, at least, if everybody thinks she stink, I would think like, wow, you know, clearly they wrote it. They wrote it for them to stink, and for everybody to not like them. Yeah, she's just that was their intentions so to get a little fan base. Unappreciative. It's like unbelievably stunning how unappreciative of a human she is. Just whiny. That's whiny, how I, yeah. That's how I describe it. Like nobody Freaking wants to whiny. watch a show, no. And then you just have somebody who whines yeah. constantly. Yeah, I whine enough during my fucking nine to five. Yeah. Little, yeah. no kidding. I don't want to watch somebody else. Yeah. Whine. <laughs> <laughs> but like I said, I'll be there with season three. This one too. They, they took so long for the plot. Like honestly, the plot for the season didn't even like start actually going in until I think the very end of episode six. And a, ten, and a ten, uh, ten episode arc. You know how I feel about that. It was like, yeah. It was like, all right, we introduced That's... like the problem. Like the problem for the season basically came in at the end of episode six. Just like, Jesus. Yeah. You know, the, you know those major red flags for me. Yeah. I don't like those at all. Yeah. Uh, so that one wasn't, wasn't as good as season one. But like I said, I'll be there for season three. Uh, the next one I checked out, Netflix, was Kaleidoscope. Uh, like new heist show. And it had that new spin on it. The whole thing that they were building their thing upon was that you could watch the episodes in any order and still get, like, the whole story, basically. And my first thought was, like, dude, we have not mastered television enough. Like, we have so many bad shows out there. We have not come far enough where we should be trying to fucking reinvent the wheel for television. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I was trying to figure out how I was going to watch it with Steph. We ended up just going in chronological order, which I'm very glad that we did because I honestly have no idea how you could have followed this show at all if you hadn't watched it in chronological order. It has to play, though, because... I know we'll get into it, but it has to play, and, you, and I'll, I'll tell my story. Too, right? I watched. I, I haven't finished it yet, but my brother and I we were hanging out one day the past week, and he threw it on, and we watched a few episodes together, and I was enjoying it. But I told, I talked to you about it, and you said you could watch it in any order. I was like, no way. I was like, the the, the order that we put it on 
is the way that it, it was meant to be watched, but clearly it wasn't because it shuffles up for everybody. So it See, was that for that reason alone, I was impressed. I was like, "Holy shit, that blows you know, my you mind!" Know, this seems like to me, this seems like a this seems like a Reddit thing. This seems like somebody on Reddit comes out with a thing that says like, "This is this is why this is the like the order that you need to watch it in, and this is why." Yeah, like, I think if you hopped on Reddit and you started going down like the rabbit hole of Reddit, people are gonna come up with different like orders. Yeah. And Netflix like did everyone like randomized. That's why, like, I, I don't think so. Los, I'm guessing, wasn't in a chronological order like we were. It was probably yeah. some randomized. But because like, you yeah, told me, like, you like, told me that Netflix just randomly shuffles the the order of episodes for everybody, correct? Yeah. And so, everyone. What, what are the what are the odds that me and you watched the first four episodes what do you, of the what series do you mean they, in the same order? What do you I mean they shuffled the not. episodes? So, like, you and know, so, when you open up a thing on Netflix, right, and it, it'll like you have it's like season play one, season one, one episode right? one, and it's season one episode one, season one episode two, yeah, it, like that order was randomized for every Netflix account, except for the last episode's always called. So, so you all did, the episodes are you just hit play, and it's just. You know, if we start from the top, I'm watching episode five. You're watching episode two. Sure, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I think we're, we're thinking outside the box too much on this one. Yeah. Nice try. Good try. Good effort. Yeah, it was. We're, with, we're thinking outside the box a little too much on this one. I feel like I would have been so fucking, like, lost had I not watched it. I would have been yeah. like, who's, like, some characters on, like, you know, insert episodes and shit. So it's like, I would have had no idea who anybody was. I would have been like, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just I went through it the way I went through. Like I said, chronologically, uh, and it was it was fine to me. It was something that was kind of forgettable. Um, I usually like heist shit too, but this one just was I don't know. Had a lot of fluff in it. There was like a couple of episodes that I could have come done like completely without entirely. One of them uh, I think it was the orange episode. It focuses heavily on like the FBI cop that's like kind of trying to chase them down, and I didn't care about our character like at all. I was like, I'm, I'm I'm here for a heist show. I want to watch the heist team. I want to watch their preparations. I want to watch the heist yeah. itself. Whatever that stuff was going on, I was into the show and it was good and it was I was it was entertaining and stuff like that. Um, but overall, like I said, it was just to me it was kind of forgettable. It's something I don't know if I'll ever go back and rewatch. Maybe if I do, I'll rewatch it in you know like a different order or some shit like that. But I don't do you know, have a choice ending, now? Now that you watched it all, or is it every time you hit yeah, play, so you're no just gonna get you could have gone in and you could have put on whatever episode you wanted to. So like that's yeah. what I did. Okay. So for instance, I went and I found people that already watched the show. Yeah, and they had like the actual chronological order of the episodes. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. so every episode starts off with whatever color it says. This is whatever. Like this is the blue episode. Yeah, and then it'll also say whatever it is before or after the heist. So it'd be like okay. three months before the heist. Yeah, five days after the heist. The morning after yeah. the heist. Six months okay. before the heist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So every episode's different, and it ju- you can obviously, like we said, jump around if you want to do. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's, uh, yeah, well, I think we're trying too hard on this. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Um, I, like I said, I don't know how, like, the ending is supposed to be. Like, to me, like, again, I watched chronologically. So say, like, to me, the last episode was the, the farthest point after the heist. You know what I'm saying? So that's when we leave all of our characters. Yeah. To me, is an ending. Sure. So that's what I'm going to call the ending. <laughs> right. That would be the uh, the pink episode. I did not like the ending. Uh, to me, I, I thought it was a lackluster ending, to say the least. The heist episode itself, which I believe was white, was really good. That episode was pretty damn good. And there was another one. I think it was right before that. I think it was blue. That was kind of like the preparation episode. Mm. That was really good, too. That'd be cool. Yeah. So some of it was good. But like I said, I don't know if it's something I'll have to go back to and, and rewatch. Um, but the last thing I had before we dove into our 2023 preview was actually a show that I was pretty surprised by just because it got such good reviews. So I checked it out and I like it. It's Tulsa King, Sylvester Stallone. 
He is uh, basically gets out. Of, he said he spent 25 years in jail for the, he was in the mafia in New York, New York, working for a family. Got caught in the crime. Didn't rat. Spent 25 years. He's out. And now all this you could tell me is Sylvester Stallone's life, and I'd be like, yeah. Yeah, oh, he's, per- he's, he's perfect for the role. He's, you see that? <laughs> you can tell he's having fun with it too, because there yeah. is like, while it is like a mafia show and stuff, there is some, there's definitely some corniness to it. But it's yeah. like, in a, it works. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's yeah. Sylvester Stallone, so it works. Yeah. He was meant for this role, um, but he ends up uh, basically kind of once he gets back, he gets out of jail and stuff, and he's like, all right, you know, like I'm here, fuck, I'm back. You know what I mean? I just thinking it was kind of thinking like Goodfellas. You know what I mean? The kid gets out of jail, right. and I can get a huge celebration. Yeah, he doesn't get that. <laughs> yeah. He gets more like the cold shoulder. They end up sending him to fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma to set up shop down there. Sounds awful. It, dude, that's where like the first episode kind of starts. Like that's how it starts off. It was. It's pretty funny. It's pretty entertaining. The uh, the guy that wrote uh, Yellowstone, Taylor Sheridan, mm. who's also you watched Sons, didn't you? Yeah, he's the uh, the from the earlier seasons. He's the cop that ends up getting run, uh, ran over at the funeral. He like works. Oh with yeah, fucking, okay. Um, that's yep. Taylor Sheridan. So he okay. writes Yellowstone. He also wrote this show. Um, but it's got that same vibe almost as Sons has a little bit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like playful seriousness, uh, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about from Sons, so I can um, picture it. But it was, it, I'm liking it. The finale is this week coming up. Uh, I'm enjoying it though. His Sylvester Stallone's good in it, and it, his uh, his relationship with his drive is my favorite part of the show. This, this young black kid, they're very funny together. They, the two of them play together so well. The uh, the drive is my favorite character. I love him. I freaking if anything happens to him, I'd be very upset. I'd be very, very upset. He's he's awesome. Andrea Savage is in it as well, which you you uh, you know her. She's uh, she's a comedian. She's got a couple of different things. Uh, she's been in a couple of movies too. Um, like for instance, you know in uh, in Step Brothers, she is um, the psychiatrist. Oh, okay. That's yeah, but Savage. like Dale Dale falls for her. Yes, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. I got yeah. it. Yeah, she that's her. Uh, but she's in this as well, and she she ends up kind of hooking up with Sylvester Stallone a couple times. Very <laughs> funny. After the first time, she's like, just like curiosity, like you know, like how old exactly are you? Like I know you're older than me. Like and he's like, oh, how old do you think I am? And he's like, she's like, ah, sixty two. And then he kind of like doesn't answer and kind of brushes it off the rug, and she responds like, <laughs> okay, she's like but no, seriously, how old are you? Like, Add another dime to that. She's like, seventy two. <laughs> what the dime. fuck? Like, another dime. This can that. never happen ever again. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the finale is coming up for this week for that. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I actually, I'm, I'm enjoying the show. I'm surprised. Like I said, the, the reviews are really good, and so many people keep asking me if I watched it, if I'm liking it. But uh, it's good. I like yeah. it. But like I said, good it's got a little bit of that corniness factor to it. So I'm like almost yeah. surprised that so many people like it. But it's good on Stallone too. Like this, Tom Hanks needs to take a needs to learn from Stallone on how to be on the back end of your career. Yeah, and still no come shit. out with good stuff. Let me tell you, Tom Hanks. He I'm, was unbelievable oof. in Creed. He got snubbed not being so, uh, nominated for supporting yeah. actor in the first Creed movie. He was awesome in that movie. Tom Hanks awesome. is losing it. Hey, you either die a hero or you live to, live to see yourself become the villain, right? There you go. That's right. Shout out to the Joker. It's a good quote right there. Speaking of Creed, I can't believe that. I can't. I'm stunned by that. You're gonna you're gonna have to watch Creed one and two because you're going to Creed with me. You're, you're absolutely going to Creed with me. Which brings us to uh, 2023 preview. Speaking of things that are coming out. A 2023 year preview. We're going to kind of just go month by month. I got a whole bunch of things. A couple of months. The beginning months a little bit more filled out, obviously, because, you know, they're coming up soon. So we have more set dates. Later on in the year, it gets a little bit thinner. But we have a couple of things that are undated as well. But I think we can just run through it, talk about some things that we're interested in, not interested in, maybe cover some, not cover, yeah. but mention some things we're going to do in, in more depth for the for the. Some show. things that aren't, maybe aren't here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got some things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too, by so. all means, we got a, I got a, I got a lot. So uh, let's start off. We got January. We already know we're already in it. I only have a two things for this month in particular. Both shows 
Uh, one of them is starting on Friday. It is season four of a show that me and uh, Los watch. It's M. Night Shyamalan's uh, The Servant on Apple TV. That one's still going on. Jeez, it's the last last uh, last season starting. I remember Friday. living here, living here, and you guys were still watching it. Wow, it's a it's. I mean, it's not a great show, but it's a <laughs> slow build-up. Yeah, oh my lord! Slow build-up. We're seasons, on season four. It is a slow hey, it, it honestly, it's a weird show because the first few seasons I watched, I fucking couldn't stand i was like this show is so boring but i still watched it i don't know yeah. it was like it was like just enough just a, <laughs> just a little morsel you were like give me a little more give me a little more and it would be a slow burn and then finally the last season actually picked up and it started getting actually exactly. interesting and so i'm i'm all in i'm ready for for the season but it was it was a lot to get there. I don't know if you checked out the, the trailer, but the trailer does look like it's going to be picked up even more. It looks like business is really about to pick up. So, I love it. Let's go. Uh, please. But I think what he like says, yeah, it's very tough to get through the first few seasons. It's, it's not tough. It gives you, just like I said, just gives you just enough to want to watch the next episode and then... I think it'd be tougher if you binge it, to be honest. like We watched it week to week from the start. And like Lowe said, he nailed it perfectly. Like every week they give you just a little nibble that makes you want to come back. Just a little, little tiny bit on the bone. And you want to keep coming back. But if you were binging it, I have a feeling that it might kind of run stale. (laughs) If I was binging that show, oh man. You almost want to like, if you're going to go back and watch it, almost just like watch an episode a night or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Just keep coming back one day at a time, little by little. That might be better. Hey, this is me writing a letter. To the to the producer of that show after binge watching two straight seasons of that because that would just be rough. <laughs> I feel like yeah, I feel like you might lose interest, but I don't know. I'm still like you said, I'm still here. I'm I don't know. It's fucking. No. It's definitely worth the payoff, hundred percent. So if you're looking for something to watch that's a little different, different exactly. Yeah. That's a that's a great avenue to go. Yeah, it's M Night, baby. M Night's cooking. Uh, and the other thing is something that we've mentioned quite a bit. Starts on Sunday. The Last of Us coming January fifteenth. I saw this morning through the first 27 critic reviews that people got early screenings of, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes so far. Love that. Uh, I mentioned earlier a few months ago when HBO executives got the pilot that they were, like, they left the room supposedly, like, ecstatic. Like, they were all in. Like, they were like, this is something that we're going to build around going yeah. forward in HBO for the next couple of years. And I feel like they've been promoting the shit out of it, which I think Definitely goes to the back yeah. I've been seeing it all over the place constantly. Yeah. I couldn't be more excited for this show. I love the games. I'm a huge, huge fan. I'm very, 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 very excited for this. It's the show that I'm most excited for this year, and it comes yeah. right out of the game. Nice. And it seems like a lot of the you know HBO, Netflix, Hulu, whatever, like they don't have to promote it right now. Like they if they can easily, it seems like cut the cord on a lot of things. Season one. Yep. You know what I mean. So like they they don't have to go out of their way to to put so much publicity into it. So if they are, it, it means that they, 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 believe they said it. they truly believe in it. Yeah. They don't have to force it down people's throats. Yeah. They could easily, like I said, just have it come out. And if it doesn't do well, just cut the cord on season one. I've been following so. this show since like day one development. And every single thing that I've seen has, every single thing I have seen has made me feel positive. Maybe I feel like I'm yeah. gonna be like okay, like I'm, it's okay to be excited because yeah. every right. we got set you, pieces, like we got you. Yeah, man, it fucking like I've seen a bunch of like you know overhead drone shots, like the sets and stuff. <laughs> yeah, and do they turn fucking streets into war zones, bro? Yeah. Like this show, like they close down whole sections of cities for this show. It's fucking. It, it looks awesome, man. Yeah. It fucking looks incredible, and I'm I'm very very excited for it. Like I said, most anticipated show this year for me, and that's right out of the it's, gate. Yeah, five days from Sunday. now. 
that's one we're definitely going to be uh, I'm going to be doing recaps for every single week yeah. for sure I don't know how many of those we're going to have this year because the Marvel slate for shows is very uh, like there's no we know a couple shows that are definitely coming this year but we have no right. dates for anything yeah I have all I those I saved them all for the end Yep. I have like rough like time periods spring summer fall yeah. that's about it They're kind of it seems like they're shuffling things around now right now too uh, with like the shows, yeah. movies. Like I saw something on Doctor Strange. They're trying to green light Doctor Strange three before Secret Wars comes out. No shit, I didn't hear that. Yeah, oh, so that's they're, they're trying to push for that. So I, I think there's still uh, in terms of Marvel, still a lot of like moving parts going on this year. And I definitely think going so. forward. I mentioned it to you guys, but Echo is a show that's supposed to be coming. It was possibly this year. Now it's it was it got changed to going to be a series. And then supposedly it was going to maybe be a show again, and it was completely basically up in the air in turmoil. Who the fuck cares? But yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> all, I usually get excited. I can get excited cares. for basically any MCU project, and that was the one yeah. for me where I was like, I don't care at all. No. Echo did nothing for me, and I know that Kingpin was going to be heavily involved in it, and I've made my opinions pretty clear on it. I cannot. <laughs> Stay. Yeah. You know what you were saying about Tom Hanks and fucking Elvis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. how he I takes feel away from it. Yeah. about the Kingpin. He takes away from yeah. everything else that's going on to me. It fucking sucks the life out of me. But um, those are the only two that I had for January. But I'm excited for both of those. Yeah. I'm excited to see how the servant ends and wraps up. We have another thing coming from Actually, coming up next, actually, now that I think about it. February. February 3rd, Knock at the Cabin, M. Night Shyamalan's newest project. Which, if you've seen the trailer, looks pretty fucking creepy. I'm into this. This yeah. looks fucking good. Dave Batista, which he da- Dave Batista has, I think, in my opinion, solidified himself as the best, the best transition from WWE tactic. As you're saying, at, like as actual, actual skill, a- actual acting ability. One hundred percent. I agree yep. with you. I agree, I agree yeah. with you. You pretty much got to put it. I agree. You know, for the most part, you get a couple mixed in, but you, you got the Rock, John Cena, and Batista. Yep. I yeah, think no, Batista is way like if it wasn't for Peacemaker, John Cena probably wouldn't even be on that. But John Cena has this weird comedic. <laughs> I got a hot take for you. I got a hot take for you. <laughs> oh boy! I'll say oh. John Cena has a, <laughs> a weird comedic ability. He, it's like he a does. Timing, it's something about him. Yeah. It's not that like he's funny, but he almost knows how to be funny. If that makes any, right. he knows what to do in yeah. the right moments and stuff. That makes it funny. It's yeah. weird. I haven't seen a single thing that he's done yet that hasn't been hilarious. Like, John Cena, name, name me one. Yeah, no, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I, I like Cena. Like I he's think hilarious. I don't. Like, I don't know what else to say. Star. I actually like hot take. It wasn't necessarily him, but I think The Rock out of them three is the least talented. Actor out of the three, which I was, is wild. Honestly, yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree. love you, uh, yeah. love you, love you. Mean it, but I probably yeah, agree. really is. Dave Batista's got the widest range out of all three of them. Batista's good for sure. Batista's good. Like Batista's he looks like he's going to be good in this one too. Yeah, he's got a he's got a couple projects this year. We know that he's going to be back in Dune too, and he's going to be in a much bigger capacity. That's what we're going to be talking about very soon. The countdown yep. is on two hundred and ninety six days as of today. Yep, and he's uh, quick baby coming quick. He's put Marvel on like. You know, he's kind of like closed the chapter on Marvel. It seems like so sad. Yeah, he's gonna he be putting more of, more of an effort into what he's doing. So good for Batista. Go yeah. Batista. Yeah, no, I'm very, uh, I'm very excited. For that. I always like, I, I will give any M Night Shyamalan movie a chance because when they're good, they're fucking great. You know what I mean? But boy, when it's one spectrum. Yeah, it's one spectrum or the other. <laughs> At least you go into the movie knowing it's going to be something different, you know? Yeah. Every like, time. You're, you're, not, getting, you're, not, you're not walking into a reboot of some movie you've seen, yeah, you know, no, yeah, at times. True. It's going to be something that you're going to be like, but, you, but, you're but it could getting, be good. It could yeah. be bad. Yeah. You're either getting, like, The Village or Signs, or you're getting The Happening. 
Yeah, I, I actually I didn't like the village. Like, there's no yeah. village is okay. Signs I love. But signs I love. Signs like you're either getting signs or you're getting the the fucking happening with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, you know, the like, guy did the Sixth Sense. I mean, come on, swing and a miss. <laughs> like down he goes. Yeah. I I actually uh, we watched it together. I liked the last one there, uh, Old, the beach one. That was good. Yeah. No, that was, that was a good. That was a good movie too. If you haven't seen Old, definitely throw it on. It's a two hour movie. You'll like it though. Yeah, that one. That one was a good one. I really liked that one. Um, we're going to be talking about a movie later on. We're going to be closing out with a review that's not by M. Night Shyamalan, but it might be the most M. Night Shyamalan vibe movie I've ever fucking seen in my entire life. Uh, thought it was until I saw the credits. No shit, right? Yeah, no I kidding. I was like, Did oh, I thought you were being serious. No kidding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, February. Like I said, we had that February 3rd, Knock at the Cabin, M. Night Shyamalan. I'm very excited for that. Then we go to one that I know Los is going to be excited about. I'm excited about it as well. We have the return of Joe and you... Season four coming to Netflix. Part one. They're doing that Stranger Things split. They're doing the part one of the season February 9th and then part two on March 9th, a month later. I don't know how I feel about that. Stranger Things, I feel like it kind of worked because Stranger Things is such a big show that like, especially especially this last season, there was so much going on and shit that I feel like it was nice to have a little bit of a break to talk about things and let shit digest. But you, I feel like, is like... It's just dumb in my opinion. You know what made Netflix huge? Yeah. It's the fact that you can binge watch the shows. The shows themselves, up until now, don't, don't get me wrong. Now they're actually coming out with some high quality shows because they have the money and they're pumping into it. When Netflix was at its early stages, their shows really weren't that great. What made them great was the fact that you could binge watch an entire show in a day or two, and that, that's what made it. Now they're trying to separate themselves and go back to the original. I don't know. I, I'm not a huge fan to be honest with you. Just give me the entire season from start to finish. I want to watch it in one or two days. And move on with my life. And then I can talk to everybody else that's also seen it as well. Yeah. No, I hear you. Especially, like I said, a show like that, I feel like, is a better as a binge. Like, I'm just going to burn through that as soon as it comes out. I mean, I fucking... I love that show, though. I mean, fucking that guy... What is it? Uh, Joe, was it what's his name there? Bagley? Penn Bagley? Something like that? He was on Gossip Girl and a couple of other things. I can't think of his name. Was it Penn Bagley? I think? I can't think of it. It sounds it sounds somewhat right, but I'm not sure. I know girls freaking love him, but he's dude in that show, man. He cracks me up, man. He is so fucking weird, man. He like I can't take my eyes off him. He's just so, I'm really hoping it's so good. I'm hoping weird. it's good because I, I've I don't I honestly to be honest with you, I don't think I've ever had a show in my life that I've switched 180 on completely. And it was wasn't even from viewing, but just I everyone was like, oh, you gotta watch this show. I'd see all kinds of stuff on social media about you, and I was like, this show looks absolutely. Awful. I'll never forget the day that we first started. We were then I watched we it gaming. and I was fucking hooked, and yeah. I was like, "Holy shit, this guy's a nut job." I love it. Me and you were gaming, and I was like, Steph was watching TV, and while we were gaming, my eyes kept drifting like towards the screen, and I kept. Next thing I knew, I was popping an ear off my headset, and I was listening in. And I was finally like, "What are you watching?" And she's like, "You," and I was just like. Los, I think I'm done gaming. Like, I think I'm gonna fucking. Sit down <laughs> I did the same thing. Like, I noticed you started watching. And I started watching it, and I, and I think we cranked through like the the two first two seasons yeah. in a matter of like a couple days. We yeah. just plowed through them. Yeah, that's definitely one of those shows. It's like a car wreck. It's so you just can't look away from it. You know, you want to, but you just can't. You just can't look away. Uh, it's it's yeah, exactly. You described it perfectly. Yeah, he's across the pond this time now. He's overseas now, and fuck, I think he's in London. Like, I'm I'm very excited for that. Um, we have February 15th. This one's very fucking interesting, and I'm actually looking forward to seeing this. So you guys might laugh at me. We have Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Yeah. The horror take on Winnie the Pooh, February 15th. 
little indie flick. This shit looks fucking yeah. terrifying. And, and you know what? I think if uh, if you pull it, uh, hopefully, I think in terms of if it, if it's good, it has the same impression as like Violent Night did. Yeah, when it was Violent like it was awesome. When it was like, yeah, you pulled this off. Like it's so far out of the realm. It's one of those. It's gonna be one end of the spectrum. Yeah, the, or the other. Like it's gonna be a disaster. Or it's like you know what? You made it so outlandish. Like good on you yeah definitely you're gonna have to remember too when you're going into it i mean i think the budget for this movie was fucking a couple hundred thousand dollars so you're gonna have to keep that you're gonna have to keep oh, that it's gonna be a bag of shit do that. i can already tell you what's gonna happen with this movie all right it's gonna be the same thing as the grinch i love the fact that they're trying to go outside of the box and make new stuff because me personally and you've heard me talk about this before i cannot stand the reboots and just the same old stuff just recycled over and over and over again. I can't stand it. Give me something new. Yeah. But the problem with that is when you come out with these new movies, like you said, a couple hundred thousand dollars in budget. Like That's a joke. Yeah. It's, I, it's an and, and the movie, and I'll probably enjoy it more than most of the movies that have like a hundred million dollar budget, which is ridiculous. But, oh, yeah. But just because yeah, it's new. But I just wish that people would invest more money into these movies because it's new, it's fresh, and why not? But... I hope it's good, but I just have a feeling it's going to be handicapped by simply because of the amount of money that was invested into making the movie. See, that's basically what A24 has done, is they've basically like taken what would be indie pictures and are able to give them a little bit like of a bigger budget than they would normally have. You know what I mean? To clean up the movie and make it a better product. Very true. So, I mean, which A24 makes bangers, man. I mean, they put out fucking heat constantly. Um, but yeah, no, I'm definitely gonna check that out. I mean, I don't know. I feel like either way, even if it's terrible, I'll be laughing the whole time. Yeah, so like, right. No matter what, I'll yeah. get some kind of enjoyment sure. out of the movie. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, from there, we go to one of the most anticipated movies I would say of the entire year is going to be our first big bad Kang introduction in, in the big screen. We have <laughs> Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, talking February seventeenth. I'm going. If I had chips in front of me. All, I'm all in. I'm putting all, all my in chips in the middle of Kang. Just Kang. Oh, just Kang honestly. in general. Okay. Kang's a big thing. I can't fucking wait for Kang, man. He looks so fucking good. He looks awesome. Yeah, it does. Uh, the trailer that came out sick. yesterday was yeah, awesome, too. Yep, yep, yep. New they they threw Modoc in there. Yep. Um, first which I didn't know was the... He's the villain from the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow Jacket. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Because uh, I guess... I so didn't... he must have been like in the... I think he was like in the Quantum Realm. Yeah, shit well, like the, the, pay, the ending of the first movie is that like Ant-Man goes into his suit and causes a malfunction that right. shrinks him. So that's what led to him going into the quantum realm. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so that's how that's how he gets into the quantum I realm. But I got you. I'm I'm all that in on sense. fucking Kang. Like I said, I I think uh, you know totally a matter of opinion, but I'm looking forward to this one more than I am Guardians. Nothing against Guardians, but I think Ant Man's due to have a like no knock on it from the past. It's due to have a like a monumental movie that impacts the entire Marvel universe. Yeah. Um, and I, it looks like it's going to. I'm all in on Kang. I can't fucking I can't wait for this movie. I'm yeah, excited I'm, for I'm it. excited for it too. I definitely I get what you're saying as far as having a bigger role in the actual MCU overall. Because I've liked the, well, I've liked the two Ant Man movies. They haven't necessarily been like huge as far as the overall like storyline of the movie. Yeah, and the, the story. And it's as well like it, like he Dan credits is like him joining Captain America's team on Civil War. That's like what That's the end the of the first, the first one. one. Like yeah. the second one didn't have much either. So. Or actually, I can't even remember the end credit scenes yeah, in the yeah, second yeah. one. I was going to say, one of the end credit scenes from the first one, because there's, there's two. The other one is uh, the ant is playing the drums. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, the, the goofy <laughs> An- Anthony. post-credit scene. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony! <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I'm excited for Ant-Man. Ant-Man's due for it. I'm excited to see Kang, too, especially this is going to be a much different version of Kang that we saw in the Loki series. This yep. is fucking the Conqueror Kang. You know yep. I mean, he looks badass in this. He does. So. Excited for that. Uh 
Back to Los, another one that I know he's going to be excited for. February 23rd, we have the return of the Pogues. Out of Bank, the season Pogues. three, baby. Oh, dude, Elvis. <laughs> OBX, huh? Uh, we're back, Out of Banks. The Pogues are back. Uh, this show to me is, I said, so to me, Ballers is the best bad television show of all time. Even though that the show, like, if you ask me, is it a good show? No, it's not a good show. Do I love it? I fucking yeah, love right. it. I love it. I yeah. can't get enough of it. Every week when it came on, I was excited. When the theme song hit, I was fucking going. It doesn't matter. I just loved it. I just accepted it for what it was. This show is the exact same thing. This show, actually, kind of very much like I said for you, car wreck. It's so bad, but you, I cannot look away from it. As soon as I started it, I was hooked. Lois ended up getting addicted, too. I know a buddy on deck got addicted as well. I... I feel like it's the same away. shit as National Treasure. If you like National Treasure, yeah, growing up as a kid, oh, yeah. you like that's this show like, too because it's based around treasure. You're solving the clues, but National it's an absolute, it's an absolute corny, corny show that Netflix came out with. But I love it at the yeah. same time. Oh, super and, corn factor to yeah. the tens. But yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. I think that uh, yeah, if you like National Treasure, treasure hunting, but you get you know take some kids. Then I like the storylines. You know what I mean. Freaking John B. His dad went missing fucking at sea one day. Did he die? Did he not die? Was he murdered? Did he just go missing in a storm? What the fuck happened? I was, I was into that whole thing. Yeah, you never know. It's a pogue life, you know? That's right. Uh, and friggin', um, I can't think of his best friend's name, but the blonde-haired kid is, I, he's wicked high up on the rumor list to be uh, Johnny Storm is in the Fantastic Four. I'm not oh, Storm. I, I've never seen uh, Outer Banks. Uh, yeah. yeah. Johnny Storm. There you go. Human Torch. Human Torch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, uh, he's like very high up on the list to be him. Uh, I know that, but uh, he's good in the show. I like him. He's he's uh, I'm a so Adam Driver's getting some big push for Mister Fantastic. Mm. Big push for Kylo Ren. Mm. No, that's a discussion for another day. No, yeah, no, I don't like it. I just thought about it just now. And I decided Is it, uh, I like JJ. It. Yes, JJ. Yeah. Yes, thank Rudy Pankov. Yes, that's the one. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Rudy. Heavily rumored <laughs> for uh, the Human Torch coming up in the new Fantastic Four, which I could. I could see him doing that, actually. I, I think that he'd be okay. I'd be surprised if they went with him, but I think he could do it. I, would, I, I think I'd be in. I'd My be favorite in. character in that show is Sarah. She runs a lot, and if you know what I mean, you know what uh, I mean. Yeah, she was just um, Madeline Klein, I believe is her name. Madeline Klein? She was yeah. just in no, the, yeah, glass, uh, the Glass Onion. Yeah, she's been in a couple things. She's uh, she's one of the, I think, the people from that show that might have a bigger career. You know what I'm saying? As far as I take her goes. over Florence Pooh any day. Oh Jesus! She got a couple. She got a couple glass onions. Relax. <laughs> you know, I actually have a Florence Pugh. My gentle down to number two in my power rankings. Actually, I was saying that she she was my my actress to uh, like the certified actress to watch out for going forward. She might be number two behind. I think I know who you're talking about, and I 100 percent agree. If it's the same person, Arnie Taylor Joy. Yeah, yeah she, ooh, Arnie, Arnie Taylor Joy is unbelievable. Ooh man, she is so every movie that she's in. It's not 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 awesome. like that. Not ooh man like. But she's just she's phenomenal. She's awesome. Yeah, she is All in. awesome. It's nothing you said, Mitz. I was thinking something way worse. <laughs> did you watch Queen's Gambit? I know you're not a chess guy, but did you watch Queen's Gambit? No. Oh, dude, watch Queen's Gambit. It doesn't even matter yeah. if you're a chess guy or not. The Fuck show's it. awesome. Yeah. The show's fucking awesome. She's really it's good. What a mini, it's only a miniseries too. It's like six episodes. You'll bang right through. It's awesome, and she is freaking fantastic. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, she's awesome. Uh, last thing I have for February is another funny one. February 24th, Cocaine Bear. Based on a supposedly true story of a bear who eats like a fucking 100 pounds of cocaine and goes on a freaking rampage. This one, another one, kind of like the Winnie the Pooh movie. It sounds like a wildly good time. I don't know if it's going to be any good, but I'm going to watch it and I'm probably going to have a fun time watching it. You know yeah. what I mean? Also, last role for uh, Ray Liotta. 
No I way. Know. He's I in this? could be wrong, yeah. Get the fuck out of town. Ray Liotta's in cocaine, bitch. I'm almost matter of fact, it's his last role. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, that is 100% correct. Oh, man, I had no idea. That's awesome. Oh, man, R.I.P. in peace, Ray Liotta. That's sick. I didn't know that. That's hysterical, though. That movie looks wild. Uh, from there, we go to March. March is, I would say, March and June are the two months that are absolutely loaded. March is going a little bit more on the bone right now because it's got March some shows, is. too. But March is loaded. We open up on the March uh, March 1st. We have not one, but two huge things. We have Creed 3 coming to theaters, a movie that I'm very excited for. Jonathan Majors coming in as the bad guy. No Sylvester Stallone this time, but still very excited for this movie. Michael B. Jordan going to be directing for the first time. So that's going to be interesting to check out. And then we also have The Return of Mandalorian, season three. That is a freaking day. Whatever order you decide to do it, if you go to the movies first and then the show when you get back home or vice versa, I mean, yeah. that's a day right there, baby. Yeah. That's, a, uh, that's a banger of a day. Like we were saying, I think this requires a little bit more research, but name, name me a time when like an actor has simultaneously just been ripping it at the box office at the same time. Yeah, Jonathan and that's, Majors that's what he's going to do with Creed with Creed and, and Quantumania. Yeah, no, Jonathan Majors is on He's going to be right ripping hey, through it at hey, the I'll same time. I'll give you time. a de- debacle to think over, though. Pedro Pascal? Killing it. Yeah? Yeah, he's, he's right, right up there. Yeah, no, he's been bro. doing a ton of stuff. He's going to be rolling in at the same time. He's got a ton yeah. of stuff coming out, too. Like that's you just said, Mandalorian, Last of Us. If they go like as heavy as I think that they're going to go to, man... Joel, Pedro Pascal's character in Last of Us, he's going to... I know Mandalorian's badass. This guy's a fucking badass. Man. Yeah. I mean, he's a bad I guess, man, um, dude. <laughs> he's a bad man. I guess Last <laughs> of Us, is. it's not tying up, but I'll talk about it because uh, I'm looking at your sheet. I don't see it there, but I'll talk about it at the end. It's tying up another show in terms of when it's going to come out. I'm sorry, what is it? Like uh, the ending, like oh, the, whatever the timeline is for I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Uh, The Last of Us. It's kind of tying up when another show is going to come oh, out. Right. So I'll talk about it at the end of March because it might be March, might not. But oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I got forward you. to it. Um, like, so that's March 1st. Creed 3, Mandalorian. That is just, that's an unbelievable two-parter. Uh, like I mentioned a minute ago, we have this, that'll be the second part of you because we're going to do the two-parter on Netflix. So that's March 9th, the last. I don't know what they're doing as far as episodes go, but I think Stranger Things only did two episodes, but they were like four hours in total length. So who knows? I don't know how that's going to be broken up, but second part of you. Then we have a movie that did a lot of publicity in the couple of weeks that we were actually off. Uh, it's a franchise that I've been a fan of for my entire life. It's my favorite horror franchise on the planet. We just had a movie last January, so quick turnaround. Yeah, surprised. I was surprised how quick the turnaround for was. For real, I was too. Uh, we have Scream 6, The Return of Ghostface. Seems like Ghostface is taking New York this time. It seems like a lot of our characters from Scream 5 apparently tried to you know get out of fucking us. Fucking not Sunnydale. Uh, I can't even think of the name of the town now. Oh, well. Uh, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Trying to get out of town. And uh, it seems like they went to the big city. Yeah. Like I'm a, a little nervous about this one, to be honest. I just think the last movie, the... The OGs kind of carried it a little bit. I think the secondary characters in the last one didn't do it for me. So I'm interested to see how they do it. I don't think it's going to be like, you know, Jason takes Manhattan. Like, I'm not saying, I'm not saying yeah, it's going to yeah, be that yeah, bad by any means. But, um, Please no. I don't know. The secondary characters in the last one did not move the needle for me at all. So that's the only thing I'm a little nervous about with this one. But it's still uh, I like the, the same boat. I like the girl that was related to Smokey. I don't remember uh, how she was related to or not Smokey, but you know what I'm talking about Jamie Kennedy's character. Yeah, she's the one in the trailer who looks like, uh, like looks that. like she's, she's in trouble. From Yellow Jackets. Yeah, 
Uh, she's back in this. She's the one of the only ones that I would say is kind of an exception. Where I did like her character; I thought she was good. I think she's a good actor. There's the other girl too. Was the one from was that show that's blowing up Wednesday? Wednesday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've I'm almost. I have like two episodes left of Wednesday. It's uh, I get why people like. I definitely get why it's. I get why it's blowing up the way it is. Yeah, you know what I mean. I can definitely see if I was like uh, 14, 15 years old, I'd be all about it. I mean, I'm still enjoying it. Like I said, I have yeah. two episodes left. I still it's fucking Jenna Ortega is killing it. She's freaking hysterical. Yeah. Show. She fucking girl never blinks. It's hysterical. It's wildly funny. <laughs> That's pretty well. Yeah, yeah. She just like, she doesn't blink on screen. But yeah, Jenna Ortega is the uh, the girl you're talking about. You say that she doesn't blink. You know, she blink. literally like just doesn't like on the like on screen. Either. She just like doesn't blink the whole you time. You think I won't blink? <laughs> I won't blink. I'll be anybody in a staring contest. Look at me right now. Call me. Look at me. Look at me right blink. now. Call me Kyle. Call me Kyle Ortega. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Scream Six. Like I said, it's gonna be the first one without Sydney Prescott. That's problematic. I don't know that yeah. either. Gail Weathers is back though. David Arquette out too, obviously. Yeah, the only returning member will be uh, the only big three member will be uh, Gail Weathers, Courtney Cox. I'm nervous. I'm nervous about that one. Yeah, Sydney Prescott didn't get paid enough money, and Nev Campbell said, uh, "If you ain't paying me, I ain't coming." So she ain't there. Sad. So I don't know what. Like, what else? What else you got going on right it's now? True. Nick? Come on. It's a good point. It's a damn good point. You are Sydney Prescott. You have yeah. a. You know. You have a liability. Uh, this is you. Like you're not fucking Jonathan Majors or anything. Like, what the fuck <laughs> you got going on right now? Uh, from there, we go to a series I don't think either of you guys checked out, but I watched the first season on Netflix. It did pretty good. I enjoyed it. it was Shadow and Bones, kind of like a uh, you know fairy tale kind of show, kind of thing, big fantasy world. Uh, it was pretty entertaining, though. I, it was pretty cool. It's kind of like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know what I would compare it to. I don't really have... Almost like, I guess, like like a slightly more adult version of like the Chronicles of Narnia, something sort of like that, I guess. If I can sort of describe it. Fantasy anyway. world. And, yeah, yeah big-ass fantasy thing. Lots of all kinds... Like, I, I, fantasy is the only way you can put it. You know, like all kinds of magic, witchcraft, fucking... Well, you say slightly things. more adult, though. You mean, like, more violence? No, there's definitely, yeah. There's a good, like, there's some more violence in it. Uh, there's, like, sex in it. You know what I'm saying? So it's just a little bit more mature, I wow. guess I would say. Uh, that's another thing based on, like, a huge book series that did Wicked Well. So, you know, just like all those other things, fucking whatever. Yeah. Doing, fucking Lord of the Rings. But uh, I like the first season. It's been a while. I know it got friggin' delayed a lot because of COVID, but that's a show that I'm looking forward to seeing the second season. I like the first one. Uh, from there, that's uh, that's March 16th. From there, we go to March 17th. We have Shazam, first movie, I think, from D.C. Yeah, first one that's from D.C. this year. Shazam, Fury of the Gods. I know the first Shazam did really, really good. I didn't see it, but I know people really loved it. All how, these DC how movies can you, tough. How can you, you put time and effort into watching D.C. Yeah. right now? They're gonna just be it's just it's in a state of peril. So yeah. why, like I said, I never got around to seeing Black Cat. Like I was going to, and then the news dropped of James Gunn and like dropping all these future projects and stuff like that. So I'm like, oh okay, well I got to be honest, I don't really see a need to see Black Adam. So same thing with Shazam. Why I, I don't really want to take the time right now to I have either you guys seen Shazam? I haven't seen the first one. No, no. no. All right, so I'm in the minority here. I have seen Shazam. I heard once. it's good. And I haven't seen it just once. I've seen it twice. Oh, so and guess like what? It? it sucks. Oh, no. Oh, shit. No, actually, I, I take that back. It's honestly probably one of the better things that DC has put out. Jesus Christ. And that being I mean, said, like, I give it like a 6.3 out of 10. Honestly, they're doing some good things. They try some nice things with the first one, but it still falls short. And it's just, at the end of the day, it's a DC product. What can you expect? Yeah, I, like I like how you were just saying though. I don't. 
I don't know if I'm going to be able to dive into any of these DC movies this year because it's like, what's the point? Everything's going to be basically reset. Unless I see something that says like James Gunn's going to, you know, Shazam's a big focal point on DC going forward. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give it a go. Can I? Can I make an argument here? Yeah. No. The reason why I, th- <laughs> the reason why I think that Marvel just smokes DC and everything and and not everything but most things is it comes down to the villain that you have as well. Like we've been talking about Kang, Jonathan Majors. I can't wait for him as well as a villain. And Thanos, he was great. Now you got Kang. Even Ultron. Yeah, Ultron you you need a you need a good villain. I feel like DC lacks that, and that's the thing that holds them Ultron. back the biggest. Like the villain in Shazam, the original, was terrible. Was he? Absolutely yeah. terrible. Yeah, and that's what held it back. I, I honestly, Shazam, the guy himself, wasn't bad. He was kind of funny. The movie itself was kind of funny, but the... The villain just fell short, and it made the whole movie just like I don't know, just wasn't yeah. great. The problem is they get back like DC. I feel like like Joker backpacks the villains, but I don't want to see Joker being the main villain of a whole Justice League movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's just him versus Batman. I don't want to see him. Yeah. He, he he's not a whole. Yeah, yeah he's exactly. not a whole leader. He shouldn't be conquering up a whole super team of fucking heroes. Yeah, no. exactly. I agree. But uh, yeah, all we have there's a few. D, I mean, we have quite a few DC movies that I'm going to mention here. But that's the first one to come. And like I said, I think it's going to be hard to really get behind any of these because we have this. You know, basically, it's a in whole a state of flux. Coming, yeah. Uh, from there, we go to another movie that people are very excited for: John Wick Four, March 24th. I have still got to watch the third one, but I I very much enjoyed the first two, so I'm going to watch the third one. <laughs> um, check out this fourth one as well. They're they're good movies. They're just definitely not my go to movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but if I'm occasionally I'm in the mood, you know, occasionally the mood strikes me where I'm like, hey, let's just watch some badass action sequences. That's when I end up watching. Like that's when I ended up watching the first two. The next time that occurs, I'll watch the third one. Yeah, and so on and so forth. There, you I can't take anything away from these movies because they. They look fucking awesome. Like, you can tell yeah. that, like, they put so much into these sequences. Yeah. You know what I mean? They stay, the one camera shots, they just stay on them for so long. Connor Reeves is perfect in it, too. Yeah, he is. Um, so I know that's one that people are very, very excited for. Los, I know you're a John Wick guy because you're the one who got me into watching the first two. You said I needed to watch them. Yeah, I mean, I'm a simpleton, so I just like guns and violence and it's just fun shit. So, yeah. John Wick, the yeah. first few I loved. Bring me another. Yeah, I mean, don't, it's not like I don't like action movies. I just like it's the it's like action just for action's sake kind of a thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm more the kind of guy where you mix it into the storyline and stuff like that, and then that's more my style. But like I said, every once in a while, I'll freaking check it out. I just checked out the first fucking. I have I'm, I'm way behind on Mission Impossible. I watched one of those with you too, and that was really good too. I was like, oh, that was fucking damn. That was damn cool. That was a good big time. Mission Impossible guy. Yeah, I gotta, like I said to you earlier on, I flipped. I flipped. Oh, yeah, you were saying that you used to like the James Bond more, right? Yeah. Now, give me a Mission Impossible. Yeah, I got to catch up on those. But now that Daniel Craig's out of here, smell you, buddy. Yeah, you might be back. Yeah, can you yeah, yeah I might be back. I might be back on 007. Yeah, maybe Aaron Taylor Jones, my boy. Maybe it's Lowe's. Maybe it's Lowe's. Maybe James Bond. <laughs> uh, from there, we go to a show that I'm very, very excited for the return of. I talked about it to both you guys. Uh, I talked about it on the show before. It is Yellow Jackets. Uh, coming with season two, March 26th. The first season I thought was absolutely incredible. I absolutely loved it. A modern take on Lord of the Flies. Uh, I, I can't wait to see season two because season one set the table perfectly for shit to pop off in season two. Bitches are going to start killing each other and eating each other and shit's going to start going down. Now I'm excited go. for it. Now we go. Yeah, I'm very, very excited for it. That's coming Lord of the Flies, right? 
Basically, yeah. Girls soccer team in California. They just won their state game. Well, they won the semifinals, so they're going to states. And they have to, it's like, you know, like a two-hour plane flight, say, like across California. So one of the girls on the team, her daddy's rich. So she's like, hey, I'll freaking get you a little private jet for your team. The private jet on the way there fucking crashes. And they're stranded in the wilderness, you find out in the first episode, for 18 months. So the show takes place in two times. It takes place with younger actresses while they're stranded. And then it also takes place, like, in present day when they're older. So, like, Rose from Two and a Half Men, say. She's one of the older versions of the grown-up girls. So there are certain girls you'll notice that you'll see as adults that are retelling the story. And there's other ones that are just missing. So it's like you don't know if yeah. they're dead or maybe they're just like they didn't make it. And they're not, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like I don't know. But uh, the first season was fucking – the first season was really good. I, I loved it. I like that, uh, that kind of shit. I love Lord of Plans in my yeah. books. Actually, friggin' we're going to do – we have so much to get into this week. I, I'm putting it on the table for next week because I paused it. But the, we were kind of mentioning Netflix and all that shows. I'm very upset with some Netflix cancellations. And speaking of Yellow Jackets, there was a show that I mentioned that goes hand-in-hand hand with it, which is called The Wilds on Amazon. First two seasons, I loved it. Same thing. Modern day, uh, Lord of the Flies. Fucking got canceled before season three. I'm fucking pissed about it. A lot of cancellations that I'm very upset about. But like I said, table on that for next week because we have a lot to dive into today. Uh, the last thing I have for March is a movie that we just saw a trailer for when you were at Avatar. It's something that I don't think a lot of people are probably into. Probably think it looks kind of corny, but I am—I think it's going to look funny. I think it's—I uh, think it looks good. Dungeons and Dragons, uh, Honor Among Thieves. I'm going to make a prediction on this one. This is going to be the this movie lost two hundred million dollars. Okay, Do I it. think that you could be right on that. <laughs> like, I definitely like the budget. I think you could be on that. <laughs> like the budget just is just like is clearly through the fucking roof. I mean. That it's a I don't want to say a loaded cast, but you know good I'm cast. sure they had to pay Chris Pine a good amount of money, Michelle yep. Rodriguez. Um, I, I got I got this. She just wasn't in, in Avatar too. I thought I was surprised because she didn't. She die, di- did didn't she? Die she? In the I first? thought she died. I haven't seen that the first Avatar. I just watched it again. About. She like flew out of it. I thought maybe she did die. Yeah. Maybe, uh, I, I don't know. I got I got this as an early uh, early prediction for in terms of money wise, like flop of the year. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> I definitely could see it. I don't know if enough, like, I don't know if it's, because it seems like it doesn't, it's, doesn't seem like it really totally has a demographic. Like, I don't think it's necessarily yeah. targeted to kids, but at the same time, it doesn't seem like it's necessarily targeted it's gonna to kids. There's going to be people either. showing up and watching it in, like, wizards costumes and yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. Thanks to Stranger Things, making a huge comeback. It's fucking bigger than until it doesn't probably. Yeah. I got, uh, I got two quick ones for, uh, for March, potentially, before we go into April. By all means. Um. On uh, HBO, it's a miniseries. I believe it's called The White House Plumbers. Um, so you got – it tells the story of uh, Richard Nixon and, like, the wiretapping scandal. Okay. And you got Woody Harrelson's in there. Nice. Um, Lena – uh, what the fuck's her name? <laughs> what are you talking about? Sorry. I'm trying to think of her actual – Le- Lena Headley, I think, is it? Cersei? Oh, Cersei. Yeah, Lena Headley. Yeah, she's in it. I think it's just a six-episode thing. Um, well, honestly, man, HBO – Kills it with them. Yeah, and Woody, like, so, if you say Woody Harrelson series HBO, sign so me. Like he, you know, I'm, I bought True fucking True Detective, so I, I trust him. Um, it looks really good. You did know, you watch Chernobyl? Yes, that right. was fun. I got. That's another way. I want to like rewatch it. Like the guy that who was, did Chernobyl is doing Last of Us. Is he? Yeah, same guy. that was a that was a phenomenal show. Yeah. So, um, definitely like that one too. And then what I was saying with uh, with the Last of Us, and like we never really talked about it on this podcast is uh, Succession. Could potentially come out season four. Yeah, I know that's uh, very popular right now. I've tried to watch the first season twice now. I think I've gotten to like episode two once, and then like episode three, and it just I cannot do it. force yeah. it down. Like, I, t- I just can't do it. It's just it's different in the sense of like the main story is kind of lame. Not lame, but 
not a lot happens with the main story, but like pretty much all the characters in that show are awesome. Between the family, yeah, the yeah, sub characters, like the characters themselves, I think are what makes that show. So it kind of evens out a little bit. Um, like when I was sick of COVID, I absolutely ripped through it. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. They said like somewhere between March and June, I That's think when it's going to come out for. Yeah. So oh, I know people love it. Some people are saying it's you know the best show on television for the last definitely couple of years. definitely wouldn't go that far. But it uh, it caught my attention. Yeah. So I think Los watched the first like one or two seasons. We'll ask him when he gets back in a minute. Yeah. Look, that I seems like a show Luke would like too. I'd have to ask Luke the next time he's on. Yeah. If he's watched it, I wouldn't be surprised. I could. Yeah. I don't. It just it didn't grab me. You know. What yeah. I mean? Like I said, the the story the storyline's not really that. Especially four seasons in, like I got to be honest, nothing has really monumentally happened in the storyline. Yeah. Of like the family business and taking over, but I just think the the character, like every single character like blows it away in that show so that's why i like it yeah no i get you i mean that's a huge part of telling me if you're going to be tuning into these people for hours on end basically you have to like them or even hate them you have to some, have to drive some, some emotion, emotion yeah, yeah, yeah exactly i mean we talked about it a little bit earlier with you know hating tv characters but for instance like some last season of sons of anarchy one of my biggest things i was tuning in every single week like waiting for juice to die like just waiting yeah. like it has to be this week it has to be this week yeah so uh Lewis, we're just on succession you that's a show you checked out too right yeah, Succession? Yeah. Kind of stinks, but I kind of like it at the same time. Have you watched yeah. all three seasons as well or no? I believe so. Yeah. I think I've watched all three. Pretty good. I mean, I don't know. It's another, again, it's a slow burn. Yeah. It takes a while Very to slow. get there, just yeah. like The Servant. Yeah. It's slow, but I don't know. For whatever reason, I kind of liked it. It just The, the drama behind yeah. the entire series it just it kind of sucks you in, and then once you're invested, you just want to keep Like What I was saying was the character. I feel like the characters make that show. All the characters are phenomenal. Like, the family's awesome. Absolutely. The, the family's the so fucked up. Yeah. It's so fucked up. It's wild. <laughs> yeah. It's a perfect way to put it. Even, like, the, like you know, Greg's, like, one of my favorite characters in that. And he's not even, like, he's not even a family member. So, the characters, like, absolutely carry that show. The the biggest thing about that show is is a thing called power dynamics. Just the power dynamics between the entire family is yeah. is is fascinating to watch in that show. And I have to imagine that constantly, just, the whole thing is just them just trying to get one up on the other, right? The oh, whole, yeah. yeah, absolutely. They're all just trying to play each other. It's it's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I I tried. I, I, I might try a third time. You know, sometimes sometimes it takes me a little bit to power through. But honestly, I fucking. Um, I tried the first time. I watched like the first couple of episodes. Of, like the, I watched the first episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, the first time I watched, it. I think I've been not been paying attention fully, and then I didn't like. I was like, I'm done, and then I came back like <laughs> months later, and then I was just <laughs> I'm like, done. it was a totally different reaction. Because I remember like at the end of the first episode, the second time I was just like, yo, like, aren't they brother and sister? Because it's like Jamie pushes her, you know, I push yeah, yeah. out the window. I was like, oh my god, like they're burying him. Like, what the fuck's going on? This is crazy. So yeah, the first time I must not have been paying attention very well, but I feel like there's been a couple of other shows like that where I've had to try to keep push getting through. into, yeah. yeah. But I've like I said, I think I tried it twice and I couldn't do it. But that wraps up a pretty loaded March. Like I said, I'll be yeah. at the theater at least twice for Creed and Scream. Big I mean, month for the podcast, March. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mando is a show that we'll definitely be covering. Uh, you know, like week to week with with breakdowns and stuff for sure. Um, you and Out of Banks is something that I, mean, I was actually talking to Los about some ideas we have for that. Sh- those two shows, those Netflix binges, we'll have to try to do something a little different. I think I have some ideas for that though. Uh, April, I only got one thing, and it's actually something that I'm very interested to bring up because it's something that I've talked about to both of you guys, and you guys have totally different reactions. I side with Seth. 
we have on April 7th, Super Mario Brothers the movie. And we think that this looks like a <laughs> damn good time. Good time. I, this I, fucking awesome. I stand by what I said. If you don't if you don't like this movie going into it, <coughs> Los, um, I just think you have a steamy dump in your pants. I think so, too. As soon as it came out, I think Los texted me the trailer right after the trailer. And Los was like, this looks fucking terrible. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, it does. It does look like <laughs> shit. <laughs> I, I'm doubling down right now. It looks like it stinks. <laughs> like the, the two coins go up, doubling down. I just, I couldn't. I'm on the complete opposite spectrum with yeah. it. Yeah, it, it, like yeah, it looks like a great time. Yeah, it looks like a great time. Fun. It looks like just a fun time. Uh, the, like I said, my first as soon as the trailer came out, right away I was like, Jack Black as Bowser is. I mean, that is perfect casting. Perfect casting. Yeah. And uh, we got the first look at uh, the Mario from Chris Pratt, which was yep. not as bad as everybody anticipated it to be. So. They said they're doing different Mario things, like the like a Mario Kart at least scene yeah, that's yeah, in yeah. there. Like the end of the first one was Luigi and Luigi's Mansion, so they're tying in a bunch of different things. Yeah, all the characters. Like, he looks awesome. Look our girl, clearly our girl, Anna, Tur- Anna Taylor uh, Joy is in it. She, she Peach, right? Yeah, yeah. I love that. Good cast. Good cast. Uh, Charlie Day's Luigi. Yep, Charlie Day's Charlie Luigi. Keegan Michael Key is Toad. It's stacked. nice, loaded. It's love stacked. it, love it. I'm excited for that. I don't care what Lewis says. I'm excited for that. We can go check it out. We'll be the only two freaking full adults. In the <laughs> yeah, good thing I'm not on Rotten Tomatoes. That's all I'll tell you. <laughs> uh, from there, we go to May. Only, like I said, as we go, as we get into deeper here, we kind of thin out a little bit. But uh, May, I have we have two big ones. One of them I care about. One of them I don't. I don't know if either of you guys will. The first is obviously Guardians of the Galaxy. That's on May 5th. Guardians of the Galaxy three. Is going to be the last, uh, whatever you want, showing, I guess, from James Gunn in the MCU before he leaves. It's also going to be the last showing for, it seems like, a lot of our Guardians. It seems, you yeah. know, we've, Dave Bautista is definitely done. He's yeah. said as much as, as much so. He's done with the character. Uh, I don't know if that means we'll see maybe some of them in other projects right. later on. I don't know if maybe like a Groot or a Rocket or a Nebula will come back yeah. in something else. Um, and I would hope he wouldn't spoil it with the, by saying that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, don't, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I don't hope that he's not spoiling it by saying he's dying. Like Drax is dying. You know, I think it's a possibility, but I think it's a good possibility. You know, we'll even to, in the trailer, he doesn't we'll have look to wait like he and see. Shot, he's yeah. carried out there, which I mean doesn't necessarily mean anything. But yeah, that's bullshit. Don't yeah. tell me that. We'll have to yeah, wait and see. That, if that is the case, like I'm gonna be a little bit mad at Dave Batista. I'm not gonna lie for for saying. You know what I mean? Like this is my last. Yeah, 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 yeah and you. that's what happens. I'm like, like, yeah, no shit, shut buddy, up. you die. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yes, yeah, so just, just shut up. Like, wait, wait till it comes out, and then say that. Yeah. So, yeah, he's done that character a lot, man. He's talked about like he said the worst part is the fucking makeup process. He said like it's it kills him. He said the, the amount of time it takes. Like, I think it's like fucking twelve hours in the chair doing the makeup and yeah. stuff. Yeah, he's got no problem sitting uh, in the fucking bench press <laughs> six hours, six hours a day. <laughs> 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 um, but to me personally, this is the movie that, uh, as far as the MCU at least, this is probably the movie I'm the second most excited for, either second or third most excited for this year on the calendar. Um, I'm more excited for this than I am for Ant-Man. I love the first two Guardian films. Like, love, love, love them. Uh, now that Captain Rogers has hung up his shield, my, like, my favorite active superheroes going right now are... However order you want to put it, Rocket and Groove is a combo deal, and then probably want a Maximoff right behind them. So, I mean, I I, I can't wait that. Peter Quill's up that. there too. I think Stalwood's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fucking Chris Pratt. 
there seems to be something going on with that let's guy get, right let's now. Get, let's get back on track, Chris so, Pratt. Yeah, like, let's. I'm a little. Let's recenter. Uh, like, let's, I hope let's get, so. Let's get back to acting yeah. here. I hope so. I hope he's back and better than ever in this. And I hope you he's want my hot take. What's up? You don't want my hot take. I'm going. You don't like Chris Pratt. Of course, I want it. Yeah, Chris Pratt stinks. <laughs> yeah, I think that's not an unpopular opinion. I think a lot of there's a lot of people that don't I like. See. I see. Saying he stinks is a little too harsh, but I don't think that he is a super talented actor. Not saying that he can't become that, but. <laughs> I just think in terms of acting and like really being able to show a, a wide range of yeah. emotions and stuff like that, I just, I just, I think he lacks that. That's that's my only yeah. criticism. I think Chris a lot Pratt. of people would back that. I yeah, think a lot. I think what he has is he's he's a movie star. He's like, well, he hasn't been lately. He had, he wasn't in Jurassic Park, but he was. He's charismatic. Yeah, he's a guy that you wanted to like and you want to cheer for. Star Lord's a great example of that. The first Jurassic Park movie is a great example yeah. of that. You want to cheer? He's likable. You know right. what I mean? I agree. I, don't, I I agree with you. I don't think he's exactly like an Oscar-winning performer. Yeah. I don't think that's his bag. This is the one where you got a question like, or is he just better off just being the fat guy from uh, Parks and Rec? You know what I mean? Because he like he was hilarious in Parks and Rec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like he's hilarious as Andy in Parks and Rec. Yeah. So this this is a this is a big turning point I think for like myself included for how I definitely yeah. how I value Chris Pratt and his show his this range. summer there was uh, Lois watched it with me I think the one on Amazon there the military show Tim Riggins was in it too um, oh, I can't think of the fucking name of it though that show was pretty damn good a lot of people liked that one too yeah. and the more I think about his movies what was that military show this summer on Amazon Lois uh, friggin I can't think of it yeah, it's killing me too I'm gonna look it up right now ah uh, yeah. That, like it, was, that, that movie with Jennifer Lawrence, too, that was garbage. When they were in fucking outer space together. Oh, yes. People hated that. That movie was bad. People hated that movie. I didn't see that. Uh, but, yeah, no, Chris Pratt's been on a little bit of a downward course. Got to get back on track. Show. Yeah. But I, I would like to see him get back on track here and just seem like he gives a shit again. It seems like he really has. <laughs> right, just the base. Oh, like, the terminal list. The that terminal was actually list. good. That was actually good. That I actually enjoyed good. the terminal list. Yes. Right, no, so that yeah. was good. Hey, I take it back. Chris Pratt, if you're watching this, probably not. Sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I did like you in the Tomorrow War, and I did like you in the Terminal oh, So I'll give, you, I'll give you both of those. That was good. I liked that. That was Amazon, too, right? Was that yeah, Amazon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazon Prime. That was good. I actually really did like that. That was good. Especially as far as just a straight-to-streaming movie. I remember that. That one was a good one. Did you check that so out? So when he tries, no, I didn't see it. That but it sounds good. like when he, when he tries. Yeah, that one was When he tries, one. it's there. Hey, for an Amazon Prime special, which Definitely, yeah. I, I go into holding my breath like, oh, God, hopefully this doesn't suck. It was actually... Pretty good. If any of you guys watching this haven't seen Tomorrow War, definitely throw it on. It's yeah, a good movie. That was good. Good call on that. Good call on that. And then the other one in May is uh, a one that I I haven't cared about in a long time. It's the tenth edition in Fast and the Furious. Fast Ten. Lost which, me so long ago. It's not even. Yeah, funny. we've come a long way from <laughs> bullshit asshole. No one likes the tuna here. You lost me so it's many roads. So many roads ago. Like it's it's the whatever you want to call <laughs> so it. So I, I was like I was with Paul Walker in the scene where they like they drive in different directions. <laughs> like if it's like Fast and Furious franchise was this way. Like I was with Paul Walker going the other way. Like just you lost me a long time ago. Yeah. Most how about have you? Do you still uh <laughs> you, you watch the Fast and the Furious movies or no? Oh, I've watched every single Fast and the Furious movie. Have time. you? Do I enjoy him? Kind of. No comment. <laughs> Guilty pleasure? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Everyone's got him. Everyone's got him. 
but yeah, no, I, uh, you know, when I was younger, especially, the, I mean, the first one was an all, the first one's, a, I would say, a genuinely like a good movie. The first one's a good movie. But that's because the, the, the plot was still somewhat grounded in reality. They were stealing yeah. VCRs yeah. out of the back of fucking 18 wheelers. Yeah. Like, it was, too, it was good, uh, too. Hey, yeah. last one. We're in space, baby. Holy shit. <laughs> it's fucking... It's crazy. They've literally turned into James Bond and, you know, Mission Impossible. It's fucking crazy to me. <laughs> Vin Diesel's a superhero. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's just... It's gone so far out of there. <laughs> uh, uh, I can't lost even me. believe that... Uh, I can't even believe that there's a 10th one. I will say... You know, though? The last one, I think, that I watched... Was a pretty good one, actually. It was the first one that The Rock was in. The first, the introduction to The Rock one was good. They were in Brazil. Uh, I think it's Fast Five. I think it is. Yeah, that, you know, that you're 100%. That Fast Five. Yeah. That one was, that was actually really good. Especially in comparison to how they had been. Because like Too Fast, Too Furious, I thought kind of fucking stunk. And then Tokyo Drift's terrible. And then I don't even oh, know. What take that back. That. Oh, Tokyo God, Drift. Tokyo Drift's terrible. That movie's so you should be, Hey, don't make me play the song. <laughs> <laughs> that Tokyo song. That, oh, man. Uh, but I remember that, that was the first one that had been in a while that I was like, all right, this was actually like, this one was, this one was pretty cool. And it was still like, it was pushing the ground like a bit, but like, it wasn't space. No pun intended, I mean? grounded. Like it was yeah. grounded. Yeah, I don't know. So that car's on the road, which is nice. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Were they doing some insane things? Sure. Yeah. That one actually I remember being kind of cool. I think that was like the last one I watched. I don't think From there we go to the second month that I said is pretty loaded. We have June. <laughs> I, uh, hey, hey, what was that, Mitz? <laughs> <laughs> I even had so bad. Hey, that song was that, that song. That movie was classic. Yeah, that was uh, that was a banger. After that movie, that's for sure. I remember fucking them playing at like middle school dances and shit like that, high school dances, whatever year that was. Um, like I was saying, though, we go to June, which is I would say the the next most loaded month of the year beside March. We have a movie that I'm very very excited for. Like I said, either this or Guardians is my two and three in, in some order. But we go to Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, June second. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it looks fucking great. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, it looks fucking awesome. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. The first one was so damn good. There's no reason not to have all the faith in the world. It's the biggest animation project in history. More actors have been a part of it than any other animated movie of all time. I, I, I With more now, too. To got Oscar say. Isaac in there. Yep. Now it's Spider-Man 2099. I've watched the first one probably like six or seven times. It's like one of my favorite movies. Like It's it's also a great movie. It's something that you could throw on while you're doing stuff, like a background noise kind yeah. of movie. Like You don't have to be paying it super attention. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just look here and there. You yeah. see some cool scenes and shit. But I, I love the first one. I'm super excited for this movie. I was disappointed it got delayed, but I'm hoping that... With like a lot of other things, I'm hoping that the delays are for a good reason. Yeah, and that now we get there, it's going to be yeah. a clean, beautiful product. Yep, I'm super excited. Yep, it's going to be a banger. Agreed. Into the Spider Verse, correct? Yep, into the Spider Verse too. First one, money. I'd give it a nine point nine point zero. Yeah, no, I. I and for me, if any of you guys know, I don't give nines for much, but for an animation and for that to hit a nine, it was great. And you know what was even better on that? The soundtrack. Yeah, soundtrack was awesome. Soundtrack was soundtrack unbelievable. Was Everything about that it. That's why I, was, I mean the an, like, the animation style itself was so cool. The actual comic book vibes of it yeah. was so cool. I fucking I loved it. That Post Malone song blew up. Yeah, the Sunflower. I yep. Think is. yep, yep, yeah. yep. Absolutely blew up. Yep, you're right. Good call. The soundtrack was awesome. The Prowler was a fucking badass villain. Yeah, fucking it was good. It was really good. Uh, from there we go to June 9th. We have Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. 
Same thing. You lost me a long time ago. They did lose me a long time ago, and I've said this too. Well, anybody can make a good trailer, and honestly, to me, this trailer actually looks pretty cool. I I don't know if the movie's gonna be any good. It's probably not. But to me, if you like, I watch this trailer and I'm like, this looks kind of cool. Like yeah. it looks kind of cool. I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? Will I go see it in theaters? Probably not. I'll probably wait for it to come out on streaming, unless unless it does come to theaters and people like they're raving wow, about it. Yeah, the best Transformers since right. the first one, kind of thing. Then maybe I'll go and check it out. Yeah. But I don't know. Till then, uh, yeah. yeah, it's wait definitely wait and see mode on that one. I do, yeah. Wait and see is a good way to put it. I do like just like the kind of general concept of like yeah being like another species here that's like all like animals and shit. Like the like the I forgot what the names of them are, but like they're like fucking predatorcons or some shit like that. Yeah, they look fucking cool. Yeah, like <laughs> there's a fucking hawk eagle one in the trailer. I'm like that thing looks sick. Like yeah. it just looks really fucking cool. I don't know yeah. what to say. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Anybody said anybody can make a good trailer. It's got the biggies. It's got juicy playing over it and shit. I think it's that was, juicy. It's so far out of left field. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like I remember, I was watching the trailer before Avatar came out. That's and I right. Was like, looked over the low, so I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Like, eh, it didn't fit at all. Yeah, it was weird. Me, but like a little remix. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that was just weird. I'm with you. I'm. I've been out on Transformers. I haven't even seen the last like. Two that they did there it was the mock. I don't really watch anything with Mark Wahlberg in it unless it looks really fucking good. I tried to avoid yeah. it at all costs, so I didn't even check that one out. And then there was like the Bumblebee movie, which I didn't watch that either. Yeah, it was a Haley Seinfeld. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, which God, I hate her too. Actually, I can't stand yeah. her. They don't do it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, wait and see. Maybe speaking of wait and see, though, we go to June twenty third, and we have the surprising, still releasing Ezra Miller, the Flash movie. Even though he's Shocked basically like a terrorist. Out. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> between what happened with him and, like I said, with James Gunn, like, reinventing the wheel on DC, like, I'm very surprised this is still a thing. I am, too. I Especially thought he was just going to... like you said, the James Gunn coming in, I'm surprised yeah. that this isn't... I think just because of the Batgirl, I mean, they ate fucking... It was like a hundred and some odd million dollars on Batgirl. Yeah, they just right. ate it. They just fucking ate it. Yeah. I don't think but they can afford to do it. They're I think so I think on dead. the other end... The, they make $6 back, it's worth it. Yeah. I, yeah. I think that they, yeah. they just need any money they can get their hands yeah. on. At least, they're like, you know, on the other side of the spectrum is that the fact that, obviously, he knows all this is going on and he's still rolling with it. Yeah. You know, kind of makes me think that he was impressed by... Maybe it's... Or yeah, the yeah, fact yeah. that the Flash is going to be... Maybe he thinks the Flash is going to be a, a big vital role in DC going forward. So I think the Flash needs to be a part of DC. Uh, to me, the they Flash need somebody is, else. For me, fuck's the Flash sake. is like, one of the like top tier DC characters. Yeah, they need fucking something. Um, and then the last thing we have for June, big big blockbuster month. All those, even if you're not interested, necessarily interested, in them, you can't deny that they're blockbuster titles. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. big budget movies. Uh, the last we have, but Harrison Ford returning as Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. I'm not the biggest Indiana Jones Can't fan. Can't be worse than the last one. It, yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. The trailer didn't look terrible. Uh, I saw a couple of the. There's going to be some flashback scenes where they like DH Harrison Ford, and those didn't look terrible either, no. which is a good sign. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Something I might again probably won't check out in the theater, but once it comes to streaming, if I have a fucking free night and I have nothing to check out, maybe something I finally check out. Yeah. I think I'm going to double check it right now. I think you missed a big one for June, but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm going to double check it right now. Movie or show? Uh, movie could be pressures on. Ooh, I, I don't know. Oh, sorry. I try. I, I definitely no, could. No, I definitely could have missed. Nope, I was wrong. Sorry. So. Continue. Um, <laughs> now is when we start to kind of thin out a little bit. July, we have some trash. We have. I can't even believe I'm saying this. We have Insidious Five on July. 7th. Oh, the funniest thing is, I was just going to say I do love trash, and then you tell me it's Insidious. 
Sign me it's up, baby. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is it. I'm all it's in, man. Do the trash. Oh, man. I can't believe That's it. That's another man. one. Enough of those for crying. My God. Yeah. Enough please. Please. I can't believe there's been five of those, man. And they actually, it's not even just five because they've like expanded that universe. There's like Annabelle, right? They did it two Annabelles, didn't they? Annabelle is conjuring, no? And that's oh, what I was, yeah. right, right, was going right, to say. Right, they're right, they're right, in the same right, mold. Right. Of just if, anything, if anything, Nick, The Conjuring smells Yo, recently. They the haven't Conjuring is way better than those movies. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? You're, you're like the nun from... from <laughs> oh, there you go, the nun. The nun, that's one of those. Isn't the nun from that shit? I that's a conjuring. That's a conjuring. Is too? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. The conjuring has been really uh, bad for those. Those have been all... All right, my bad. Both of them. Right, my bad. Settle down on both. We have the nun 2 coming in fucking September or October. <laughs> September, the nun 2, September 8th. It's on the calendar. It's fucking crazy. It's unbelievable. That's absurd. Uh, from Insidious 5, we go to <laughs> we go to Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. So I guess this is like, oh, got to obviously be a two-parter. I don't know if maybe this is the end of Tom Cruise's Mission You know what? You know what, though? Tom Cruise sold me so much on, on Top Gun. Like, I'm riding with Tom Cruise. Yeah. He's the I'm, in, I'm in the cockpit with Tom Cruise now. Dude, like, did you happen to see I'm the, in. Did you? It's like, it's like 14 minutes long, so you probably didn't watch it, but I fucking retweeted it. They fucking did when he a thanked whole the how to video yeah. on how they did the stunt in this next movie that's coming up. He yeah. literally drives a motorcycle off of a cliff. Yeah. Lit, like literally that's yeah. what he does. What was one I think I think it was, maybe it was like he was thanking the fans for Top Gun. Top Gun. And Sky he's like he's like fucking yeah. He, was jumping, he jumped out of a plane. You know what? Um, he was falling down. He took a video of himself thanking the fans. He's the yeah. coolest guy on the planet. Yeah. He's unbelievable. You know what? I'm back on Tom Cruise. He's right. unbelievable. I'll ride with Tom Cruise. He's the coolest guy on the planet. But this new one, they were, I literally posted the video. I watched it. I was, I was captivated by it. This guy, they had to do like seven or eight times to get all the shots they needed. This guy drove a fucking motorcycle off of a cliff. A cliff. A cliff. Seven or eight times. Bike just fucking huge heavy bike could land on him, could hit him in mid air. Director's like, while he's yeah. parachuting down. Yeah, we didn't crazy. get it. He's like, all right, well, hoist it fucking back up. Let's do it again. <laughs> crazy. One of the most anticipated movies of all of July, July 21st. We have Christopher Nolan. Yeah, this is the one I was thinking. Oh, of. I can't fucking wait for this movie. Yeah, this looks pretty incredible. About the first uh, nuclear bomb. We have all of Nolan's guys basically returning. The whole the whole and, crew's back. And adi- like additional ones. Like Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. Lawrence yep, Pugh's yep, in here. Yep. Matt Damon. Fucking Josh Peck. Loaded cast. Loaded cast. Um, I pray to God this movie is good. I really do. I'm not even... Yeah. I really hope that this movie is good because I have this terrible feeling in my gut. This movie is gonna see. I was, I was putting this for my, my most anticipated. I don't know why. Like, I have nothing to base that off of. So it's coming off yeah. of nothing. Yeah, uh, I was putting this for my most anticipated movie, non-Marvel related. Going, into it's this definitely year. my. It's probably maybe four for me. Probably yeah. after Spider-Man and Guardians, I would say. And you know, like selfishly, it helps too. Like you know, I'm 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 a history nerd. Like so, yeah, 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 I, sure. I love the I love the stuff with the Cold War, nuclear bombs, stuff like that. Like it's it's a fascinating story from like what I learned about Oppenheimer. So. I think he, you know, he deserves a like a big, you know, he deserves a movie based on him. So, uh, Christopher Nolan, I'm in on. Like, uh, I can't wait for this movie. Did you see the last? Uh, what was the last? Uh, fucking with uh, Denzel's kid and Robert Pattinson there. Yeah, I know. I know who you're thinking I of. Can't think of the name of it. I can't think. Of it. That was like that was almost like too much. It was like oh, my brain yeah, was wide after watching. I did, watching that I did movie. not love that movie. 
I wanted to rewatch it. I wanted to watch it a second time to kind of. Hopefully. Like I don't want to be mentally be drained after watching a movie, and that's what that was. Yeah, Inception's Inception's just enough. Tenet, Thank you. Tenet, yeah, Tenet was too much. Yeah, I agree. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited for this movie, though. I'm always excited for Christopher Nolan. I mean, he's he's obviously he does. I mean, even if they, like even though Tenet like I wasn't like I just gotta say Tenet wasn't necessarily like my favorite. It was too much. But there were still really like awesome aspects of that. Movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, the way he shoots it and things it's like all, that. Yeah, yeah. The se- and he's like my favorite sound guy. Like literally, like in the world, all of his yeah, movies very sound fucking incredible. Yep. It, like it's I don't know. He, he does very cool things, even if sometimes he occasionally misses. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, also on July twenty first, we have Barbie, Ryan Gosling, and the Duchess of Bay Ridge, Margot Robbie. In Barbie, which could is, be a thing. I mean, I'm definitely going <laughs> to eventually watch it. Definitely not going to see it in theaters. I'll definitely see it when it comes out. But I love Margot Robbie. Yeah, yeah she's that incredible. too. She's awesome. Yeah. I mean, she is. Inc- did you guys? Uh, did you see I Tanya? No. Oh my god, man! Not only was she awesome in that movie, the whoever did the makeup for her in that movie should win every award in the makeup. Yeah, department. she's just a train wreck. She to make a girl that pretty look like that much shit yeah. is amazing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they should have gotten all these. She looked. Disgusting in yeah. that movie, that's, and she killed it too. She was awesome. That's very hard to do for Margaret Robbie. That movie was awesome. If you haven't seen Nighttime, that movie was awesome. She's cream of the crop for me. Yeah, no. I'm uh, that movie just that movie just looks interesting to me. Did you see the like the they, they put out like a teaser for it? And it's a bunch of girls like in the desert, like in the olden days, and they're like they almost look like Indians, and they're like fucking tugging on this doll, and it like breaks and it goes spiraling up into the air and then like as the doll that. like comes down it like transforms into like the Barbie doll and then it's like in paradise and <laughs> shit I was just like what the fuck this looks like an acid trip and to be totally honest I'll li- like when I say I'll literally watch Ryan Gosling do anything I will literally watch Ryan Gosling yeah. do anything yeah he is like my favorite human basically yep. on the planet. So. I can see another Ryan Gosling, Emma Stone thing going on with him and Margot Robbie. Yeah, like while filming and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> like you're telling me he oh, wasn't. Uh, yeah. You're telling me he wasn't he... Uh, on the side. And let me tell you something. We were just saying. You were just saying. She, you guys both just said Margot Robbie's the cream of the crop for you guys as far as that. Ryan Gosling's better looking than she is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I could look like any man tomorrow, it'd be Ryan Gosling. Yeah. No questions asked. Um, last in July, we have our last MCU movie of the year. We had the Marvels, which is something that I, I think I've talked about a little bit here. The the first Captain Marvel movie, I thought got way too much hate. It wasn't amazing, but it definitely wasn't the movie that people people hated that movie, and it wasn't that bad. Yeah. It was pretty okay. Uh, it, was, it was mid. Yeah, it was yeah, it was totally okay. It was fine. Mid. I watched it. And I was like, yeah. oh, that wasn't. I wasn't mad. I wasn't fucking yeah. like that sucked. You know what I mean? I was like, all right, whatever. That was yeah, and if, I wasn't Eternals mad. All right, that's a, that's a ricochet shot. <laughs> no, that's like, I'm just being honest. I, I, I wasn't Eternals, man. That was a slap in the face. But, you know, that's an argument for another day. That is an argument for another day. I actually really liked Eternals. Love, <laughs> love, love the Eternals. But uh, we got the uh, the Marvels, which uh, we have, you know, all three. We have Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau, who we saw get her powers in WandaVision, and then Miss Marvel from her own series that came out this year. Uh, I like that idea definitely more than just doing another solo project. I do like the idea of almost a little team-up movie with the three of them. See, I'd almost rather just have another solo project. Really? Yeah. Oh, see, I like the idea. Monica Rambeau is fine. Miss Marvel, I liked. I liked Kamala Khan. Another one. It doesn't move the needle one way or the other. (laughs) Did you watch Miss Marvel? No. Yeah. You did? I did. It's just fine. To me, the girl I thought did a good job. She was likable to me. 
I don't know. I ha- I still I, I feel optimistic. Still, I yeah. don't know. I think it just goes back to the bigger picture of just still more more Marvel characters that we're introducing now. The further it goes, and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm still just not there. Nobody's really catching my attention. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, we go to August. We have a movie that I did not see the first one of, but I know a lot of people liked it. We have the Meg Two, which I can't even believe this. Does that mean there's a second Megalodon? Jesus. The, the Meg survived the first one. The fuck one? did you just say to me? That's right. Jason Statham <laughs> back. You saw that one, right? You liked that one, didn't you? They're coming out with a Megalodon Two. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I didn't, know that was, I didn't know that was a thing up until uh, just hey, now. Yeah. It, August 4th. Jason Statham? Jason Statham, I believe, is hey. back. I hey, hope so. Hey, hey give him the bag. Give him the bag. I'm all set with it now. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the first one. I know a lot of people liked it. I'm actually surprised that I haven't seen it, to be honest, because that is a movie that I yeah. would have put on at some point. I, I actually went into the first one thinking it was going to be way worse than it actually was. It actually wasn't bad. It wasn't great, don't get me wrong, but it wasn't a bad movie. It was It was, it was, it was entertaining. You, yeah. It is what it was. But the fact that they're coming out with a second one... Anything that know. makes money, man. Anything that makes money, they'll fucking keep Summer Flake, too. You know, yep. it's going to be out yep. the perfect All, time. Yep. I'm, sure, I'm sure it'll end up making money. Good point. We have the return of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, May, uh, Mutant Mayhem, August 4th. First mutant, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie in a while. Um, I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. This is going to be animated again. I'm looking forward to it. I love them. I, I grew up with them. Again. So, yeah, I, I agree. I'd prefer it to be animated, to be honest, especially yeah. with the way animation is nowadays. Like, for instance, like the Spider-Verse movies, you can do fucking badass animation. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, but I, like I said, I grew up with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They were like always one of my favorites as like a kid. I yep. loved, loved watching those movies. Uh, and I'm always, I'm always down to check out a fucking animated movie. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm down to go down yep. to TMNT. Uh, from there, we go to another DC movie. We have uh, our boy Miguel from Cobra Kai. He's going to be joining the DC universe as the Blue Beetle, a character that I know virtually nothing about. But that comes out August 18th. Don't know much about it, but I don't know if I buy Miguel as a fucking as a superhero. I can tell you that he doesn't. Yeah. I don't know if I buy that. I still haven't finished Cobra Kai, but from what from what I remember watching, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no. Like I said, I don't know anything about the character, so that could be maybe like a Peter Parker aspect to him, or maybe he's kind of more of a nerdy kid kind of thing. Which, if that's the case, then I could be wrong entirely, and maybe I could actually buy into that. Yeah, hopefully they just do their own thing. Like I'm trying, I hope they don't try to compare it to like a Spider Man thing. Yeah, I have no. Could idea. very well be DC Spider Man, but yeah, I, I do not know. I do, I do know just because I watch uh, as a podcast that I watch with a couple of like big time comic guys who just like basically just talk comics specifically. Yeah, and I do know that there are like like people do like the his comic run, the Blue Beetles. So. I don't know. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I don't know. But like we talked about, it's hard to put too much stock in anything DC until we have the beginning of this new regime with James yep. Gunn actually yeah, at home. Yep. Uh, that's all I have for August. We go to September. We have only thing I just mentioned. I have one of the uh, two of them. So we have the Nun 2, which is something I, I watched the first one. I thought it was actually pretty terrible, so I won't be checking that out. But I know that people love that. <laughs> so I'll pass on this one. <laughs> there you go. Nun 2, the September nun, 8th. The Nun was fucking awful. It was terrible. Oh, all right. so that was the worst movie I've ever seen. All right, I hate no, that. I love The Conjuring. Give me Conjuring 1 and 2 any day of the week. Outside of that, yeah, yeah. All right, so we're on the same boat for that. The other one is The Equalizer 3, The Return of Denzel Washington, The Equalizer. No Queen Latifah really? this time, baby. No Queen Latifah. <laughs> Queen Latifah stays. Hey, shout out, hey shout, out, shout out Chat De Silva. You love, you love the Equalizer with Queen Latifah. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. I constantly ask myself who's watching that show because they're on like the third season. I'm like, I have never heard of one person watching the Equalizer. I cannot believe that people watch the show. Hey, that's just an inside joke between me and a few people, but 
when I was working at my last job, there was this guy. He just loved the Equalizer, the Queen Latifah. like the Queen Latifah he, show. Oh yeah, absolutely. No, was when I was selling paint to him, he'd come in here one was day. He King Latifah? One day he was like, "Hey, have you ever seen the Equalizer with Queen Latifah?" <laughs> I was like, "The Equalizer, with Queen Latifah." I was like, "You mean <laughs> like yeah?" Me and my boys make fun of it every time. <laughs> 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 he said he loved it. He loved it. That's fucking wild. Hey, at least someone's watching it. I mean, someone yeah, has to. You? Who's paying um, you to say that? The first two equalized movies with fucking Denzel were fucking badass, though. I mean, just Denzel being Denzel, just being a badass, just messing people up. I mean, I love the first two movies. That's what I thought he was referring to, and then he said, no, the one with the, sh- the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, he's like, no. He's like, he's like not Denzel. He's like, the show with Queen Latifah. I was like, holy shit. You got it. You pulling my leg. This is a joke, right? Yeah, that's crazy. I've never heard anybody talk about it, ever. Ever, ever, ever. Uh, but the Eagle has three. I mean, like I said, I'll always watch Denzel kick some ass. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm down. Love Denzel. Yeah, I'm down. Uh, October, all I got is uh, that wraps up September. October, all I have is Craven the Hunter, another Sony project, another Spider-Man villain. This is Aaron Taylor Johnson, who I do really, really, really like. I just, I mean, after Morbius, uh, I yeah, don't know. that's what I was gonna say. I think it's this tough, is a, this yeah. is a good character, and like, uh, you know, hopefully, I think they can pull off having a good like antihero film. But you, you just Morbius is just constantly. I just got to be in the back yeah. of your mind. So you're like, how am I supposed to get excited about this? Yeah, no, I kind of hear you know? that. Yeah, we talked about Aaron Taylor Johnson a little bit earlier. He's rumored to be one of the next James Bond. I know he's very high up on that list. Um, but I know that Kriven the Hunter is supposed to be one of the Sinister Six members too. I, I don't know. You know, I I, I I do really like Aaron Taylor Johnson. So this is probably another one I'll check out on streaming. Unless people say it's really good, then maybe I'll go check it out in theaters. But. These Sony movies, hard to put any stock in those, just kind of the DC Morbius, universe. Morbius was a tough one. Yeah. Uh, now we get to November. I've been hinting that I, there's one movie that I've been looking forward to more than anything else. And it is in November, November 17th, we return to Dune, Dune Part 2. I am so beyond excited. Like I said, 296 days from now as of today. I constantly have a little countdown going. I have literally a countdown on my phone, like right on my home screen. That's like most people have like vacation or this, that, and the other. Dune 2. It's just like a constant ticking timer <laughs> that, that just constantly goes down until Dune 2. Um, the second, I, which I know, I, probably the both of you guys, but the second can vouch for me on this. The second that I heard about the first Dune movie was like years before it came out. And it was basically pitched to me as like Star Wars meets Lord of the Rings, massive, massive fantasy worlds. Directed by Dennis Villanueva. And I was like, right away, I was like, well, I mean, that fucking sounds incredible. Yeah, go on. Yeah, right away, that that sounds incredible. And then everything that kept coming out about the movie and everything I saw from the movie looked incredible. And I was so hyped. Next thing I know, I've been waiting because of COVID. I ended up waiting for like three years, basically, for this movie. And it was awesome. It was my favorite movie of the year. I absolutely loved it. I couldn't have been happier with it. And I can't wait to go back. And everything that they've done... Just makes me feel like this one's just going to be a little bit bigger and a little bit better. They brought in Florence Pugh. They brought in Austin Butler. They brought in Christopher Walken. I mean, they... Christopher Walken, like, that's hilarious. They brought in just so many <laughs> people so that I love. And it's just like, I, I don't know what else to say. Like, yeah. I can't wait for this movie. I'm so excited. We talked about Batista a little bit. He was in the first one, but he's in for a much bigger role in the second yeah. one for sure. Uh, Zendaya, who was just a, the end of the first one and a little bit here and there throughout. She's going to be a much bigger role in the yeah. second one. Uh, I mean, I thought Timothy Chalamet fucking killed it in the first one. Yeah, I need to get, I need to give that one a real good rewatch. Yeah. Because I watched it. I watched like half of it on the way to 
vacation on yeah, the, yeah. To the Dominican. I watched the other half on the way back. So like ment- mentally, I wasn't fully as yeah. locked in as I should have been. So I, I need a, I need a really good like rewatch on that one before I get uh before I get hyped up. Like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, I don't remember a whole lot from that movie. But it wasn't because the movie didn't catch my attention or anything. Yeah, it was just mentally I wasn't you know. I need to like sit down and watch the movie again. That is definitely, though, without a doubt, the movie that I am most excited for this year. I I legitimately cannot wait. Uh, I just everything about the first one I thought to me was awesome. I, I I loved it. Like I said, it was my favorite movie the entire year. I think I gave it like a nine nine. <laughs> I, I fucking loved it. Yeah. I can't wait. I cannot wait. November seventeenth, and then also November seventeenth, we return to the Hunger Games world. I think it's a prequel. I believe the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. It definitely is a prequel. Now that I think about it. Takes place before the Cat and story. Um, the Hunger Games movies, I actually thought were pretty fucking cool. I, I actually enjoyed them. And I went into like the very first one like not knowing exactly what it was. And I was kind of younger. And I was like, these are books. I think my girlfriend at the time liked them. I think she liked the books. And I was just like, this looks kind of corny. And then I watched them. This movie's fucking cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I know my mom fucking loves them. Dude, the I movies are cool. The movies are a yeah. good time. They're freaking, they're like wild and out there. The costumes are awesome. There's awesome action sequences. It's a good story. Jennifer Lawrence, badass. Candace Everett, she's she's bad. I mean, uh, I I like the Hunger Games movies. You know what I mean? I, I'd be down to go back to that world. Like I, that, there. That's one of those that they did a very good job of building that world, and it had a lot to do with the costumes and the sets and the places they went to. It was a world that like I, I liked it. You know what I mean? It was yeah. crazy. It was like, the makeup, the hair colors, the jewels and shit. I don't know. That makeup was always. Where it needs, like, it was perfect. Yeah. yeah it was, just was crazy. out of control in a good way. Yeah. Very cool. I don't know. Uh, but I'm excited to go back to that world. Uh, I'm definitely down. Uh, then we have the last month here to round things out. We have December. We have Wonka. Speaking of Timothy Chalamet, Wonka coming December 15th, an origin story of Willy Wonka. I'm very excited for this, mostly because I love Timothy Chalamet. I also love Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Um, can't be worse than the Johnny Depp one. Can't be. That and one was dude, everything that again. This is one of those things, and everything that comes out from this oh, looks good. awesome so far. Yeah, all of the the shots and the little clip. Yeah, like, it looks fucking cool. That was not good. No, it was so wonky and fucking yeah, weird. No pun intended. Yeah, I'm gonna interject here. You tell me, Timmy Chalamet is gonna be the new Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka, that's right. Young Willy Wonka. You're gonna look me in the face uh, and yeah, tell me that. That's right. That's right. I'm disgusted. Busted. <laughs> yeah, I know you talked to me about this one before. You said you weren't into this one. You said you were out on it. But I don't know. Something about it, man. I, I'm, I'm kind of the same way for the majority of it. I'd rather just watch like, the fucking 1974 fucking Willy Wonka. Whenever it came out, Willy Wonka. He won't be better. Yeah, that's the best casting of all time. He killed it. I'm about to lose my mind right now. Are you kidding me? We're going to make another Willy Wonka remake, and we're going to cast... Like an or- sounds like an origin story. Yeah, 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 yeah. It is. It is. It takes place before like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's like him starting, like him starting the factory and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah. Never, I've never done a one eighty so quick in my I'm, life. I'm with- <laughs> I've never done a one. I'm in. Oh man, that's great. Uh, but yeah, no, I don't know. I'm into that. I'm, I think it's going to be good. I love Charlemagne. Yeah, no, it's nothing against him. I don't know. I just we'll wait and see. Yeah, I, I'd rather just will. watch the fucking OG. My dumb brain thought he was supposed to be like old Willy Wonka. I'm like, dude, this guy's like fucking 26 years old. What are <laughs> like yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like older than Gene Wilder? Fucking Willy Wonka. I just picture in my mind like the, the old, <laughs> old, 
the old beard, like, like, and then look old. Like, I'm just like, what are we doing here? Nah, I'm all in. Let's go. Yeah, probably, no, probably no, still better, uh, better makeup than fucking Tom pre- Hanks. Pre- and, uh, <laughs> beginning, starting <laughs> out the factory <laughs> and shit like that, which I think would be cool. I mean, I don't know. And like I said, I don't know. He looks the right role. Like he looks like he's got the hair kind. Oh my of god, he stuff. was he was fucking perfect for he that fucking, role back in the day. I think he, he's got the look for Gene Wilder. Um, we go to Star Johnny Depp one was so corny. Oh god, yeah, I, 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 no, moving on. But man, that was yeah. really bad. Yeah, it was. It was tough. It was tough. <laughs> it was very just wonky. Uh, we go to Star Wars Rogue Squadron, December twenty second. This looks interesting. Based in the games, like basically a you know crew of freaking Tie Fighters, fucking pilots and shit like that. That's something I can be to a little, a little a big heavy state like heavy space battle movie, maybe more yeah. action. Fucking, it's it's fine, but I, I've said my spiel on Star Wars before. You know, like Andor was really good. I'm obviously looking forward to the Mandalorian, but. I think once the Mandalorian's done, we we gotta focus on just getting a fucking good trilogy back. Like that's what our focus on Star Wars needs to be. Yeah. Not the not these TV shows. Yeah. We gotta get back to getting a good fucking Star Wars trilogy. It's well, been it's been fucking way too long. Is it uh, Walden there? Michael Walden, the guy who uh, did Loki. He's supposed to be like writing his own trilogy, supposedly. But I know that's hey, been in the works. If I can add one thing, I've never been a Star Wars guy. Ever in my entire life. I've watched them. They're okay. Nothing I would ever run to the theater to go see. Uh, if anything, I'm kind of a pessimist compared to them. Mandalorian got me into Star Wars, if anything. Like, I'm... After Mandalorian... Yeah, Star Wars is yeah if anything, after years. Mandalorian, I'm kind of in now. Like, 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 <laughs> like, the like, best thing that's hey, with 2023, I'm in on Star Wars. Let's go. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I mean, I'm really the, the opposite end. I know the like the, the last one, like I said, I've had my, my comments on The Last Jedi. And, like, the next trilogy or the next movie is going to come out. And I'm going to be fucking midnight watching yeah, that movie. So unplug that. Then hit that button. Did the timer start going? Yep, it did. I just saw it. So plug that in. And now tap the black screen. What do you think, boy? You know? There you go, baby. Look at you. Still got it. After like two months off. And that's actually not two even months. two. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, it's more like, yeah, it's more like four right? months, bro. That's right. Look at you go. Look at you go. Um, But yeah, nah, I mean... If we can have both, sure. Oh, but yeah. I just like I said, I want I want the focus to be on making a good fucking Star Wars trilogy, not a good TV show. I'm gonna run through a bunch of things that don't have dates yet. Ahsoka's one of them, but I'm looking forward to Ahsoka. Uh, the last thing we have dated for December uh, is the Aquaman movie, the La- uh, the Lost Kingdom, December 29th. Again, DC project. Tough to put any stock in it because I mean it's and Jason Momoa is already rumored to be coming back to DC and James Gunn's universe is a different character. Yeah, he's so, supposed to be. I forgot like the name of it, but he's kind of uh, another one of like anti-hero. the anti-hero, yeah, 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 yeah. like almost kind of seemed like the Punisher kind of yeah. role. I can't fucking think of the name of it myself, but I know it looks. Really it looks really cool, like it, like the character itself. But um, it just seems like they just they made it, so it was like, all right, well, what do we do now? And it's just like they put so much money into it that it was like, guess we got to release it. Yeah, same thing with the Flash. You know what I mean? Like obviously yep. the Amber Heard's in it, so they said that they didn't cut out really anything with Amber Heard in this film. So it was just kind of yeah, like, yeah, like I said, like they, they made it and it was there. So they're just like, I guess to try to save any amount of face. I guess we just got to have it come out and make some kind of money yeah, or our money back, you know? Yeah, no. I mean, obviously they're, they're hurting. Warners is definitely hurting. We've <laughs> no talked pun intended, about it. Hurting. We've heard, we took, yeah, we've talked about it a little bit when, you know, don't worry, darling came out. 
where you said that they had to, you know, basically cancel a bunch of fucking movies for the year because they had, actually Aquaman was supposed to come out like this past year. Yeah, it was supposed to come out in December. Remember they had to put yeah. it back because they didn't have the money. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough times. Uh, DC's in trouble. The only guy that can maybe save him is uh, James Gunn. Uh, but that wraps it up for like the year. Like I said, I have a couple things I'm just gonna bang through that don't have dates yet. But we have Secret Invasion. That's one of the MCU. I'm gonna start with the MCU because that's mostly what this is. The MCU, and then we have Star Wars as well. But we have Secret Invasion. We don't have a date, but we know that that's coming sometime in the spring. That's gonna be the first show for the MCU for this year. It looks like it's either gonna be that or it could be What If season two. Uh, either one of those. What If season two is also coming this year for sure. Both of those I'm excited for. I like the first season of What If, so I'm looking I'm looking forward to more of that. I think yeah. it's a good idea. Those just I show I, up little freshing stories every week. I think I'd rather see Secret Secret Invasion first. Yeah, I probably would too. That yeah. way there's a couple more things that come out that if they want to include with What If. Secret Invasion I think is going to be big as far as like the overwhelming story goes. It seems yeah. like this show is going to be fucking doing some crazy things. Yeah. Um, I've heard a lot of rumors about like basically them pulling in like heroes and shit and possibly being like um like the skulls, like the scrolls, the whole time, and shit like that. Yeah, I know cool, Don yeah. Cheeto's heavenly in it, like his war machine, a fucking scroll the whole time, stuff yeah. like that. I don't know, but Secret Invasion, we got Amelia Clark coming in, who's that's my girl. I love her. Yep. But uh, like I said, that's probably spring. What if I think it's spring, summer? Loki season two is coming this year. That's supposed to be the summer show, I believe. That's what I've been reading at least. Uh, I mean, I don't know how you can't be excited for Loki season two. The first season was the best, in my opinion, the best series so far that the MCU has put out. Yeah, uh, definitely agreed. Yeah, we had our rankings. Yeah, when it came out, so yeah, I just don't know if it's going to be as good as season one. But if it's Even not, if it's not. It's okay. But if it's not as good as season one, it could still be very really, good. Yeah, exactly. Yep, totally, absolutely. If it's like, if it's like an eight out of ten overall, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's still worse than Loki season one, right? But that's not, and still better than almost all of the other MCU shows, basically. <laughs> right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's not a bad thing at all. Yeah, uh, but I'm looking forward just to getting back to those characters. Like I, I always, I always liked Loki already, so I'm excited to go back to him. But I, the characters that we met, like I, I liked Sylvia. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. her. I liked uh, Mor- uh, Morbius, Morbius, whatever the fuck, Morbius, 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 Morbius. 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 Oh, yeah, there yeah. We go. Morbius is the fucking Morbius? vampire. Yeah. Morbius that's... is, yeah, I think Morbius is the one from Loki. Yeah. Uh, I hope he gets his jet ski. I liked him, though. Yeah. Um, and I think this one will be more... It, I seem like like Loki Season 1 had a bigger like impact. Like, I think the end game was the focus on like bringing in Kang and, yeah. and the you know the Quantum Realm and things like that. So maybe this one's more cent- actually centered on Loki and, and like those characters. Yeah, you know? I could see that. I'd like to see a couple of the... I'd like to see like Kid Loki return maybe, too. Something like yeah. that. I don't know how or what, but... Toad Loki. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This fucking, I love the, I love it, I, I really did. Um, then, so this, a lot of this is all, like I said, it's a lot of speculation. But I heard that the fall show is going to be Ironheart, who is the character we just got introduced to in Black Panther two. Uh, that's a series that I liked her character. I liked Riri Williams. I'm looking forward to seeing more of her. I, that's a show that I would. That sounds good to me. Fall, yeah, that sounds. Like, that sounds. Good. You said it. Yeah, hit the nail on the head. Sure, sign me up. Yeah, I'm not gonna get too excited when it comes out. I'll be watching it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I've heard that Agatha could be the winter show. Um, that's one that I'm not actually too excited for again. I did like her character in the WandaVision show, but Catherine Hahn leading an MCU series as a yeah, villain we don't need just it. sounds not fucking right to me. It <laughs> we don't does, need it, just, it yeah. yeah, it doesn't... They did bring in Aubrey Plaza. Did they? In it. Yeah, I think Aubrey Plaza's in I it. I know. What's his name? Uh, Evan Peters is back. Fucking boner there. Friggin just don't. Yeah, don't, I don't know don't, what they're gonna do with them, but don't do the same shit you did last time. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you get a pass because you get a pass because the show overall was very good, but don't. 
We don't pull that shit again. We've talked about how we would like more specials and less series. To me, if you're going to do this, this to me screams of a special. Yeah, I This agree. screams yep. of a special to me. Yeah. Maybe do it Halloween time, witchy covenant kind of thing. You know what I mean? I feel don't, like that. Don't need a whole show. No. 50 minutes or something like that, an hour. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like to me that would work so much better. And I would be I would be more like interested in it. I'd be more yeah. excited for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the last one, something that we talked about a little bit, was it was rumored to possibly be this year is Echo. That entire show is in turmoil right now. We don't know what's going to happen to it. We don't know if it's even going to be made. Yes. Couldn't be less excited for an MCU show if I honestly really tried. Honestly, cancel it. Yeah. I, it might be. <laughs> I got to be honest. It might be. Cancel it. If you're watching this, be. cancel it. Shut it down. And then we got uh, two Star Wars shows. We got Ahsoka, which that one I'm looking very forward to. And then we have Skeleton Crew, which honestly, both the Skeleton Crew concept sounded pretty cool to me. It sounded like a bunch of teenage. It almost sounded like a, like a teenage breakfast club in fucking Star Wars. Yeah. And that's totally different from anything that we've seen right. before. So that, to me... I like that. Let's do something yeah. new, original, different for Star Wars. Ahsoka deserves a, a series like of a main. Yeah. Yeah. She I agree. It. Uh, It'd be interesting, too, if they, they could tie in possibly Hayden Christensen or at least, you know, Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. So there's a lot of different ways they could go with that one. Yeah, definitely. I mean, she had a lot of fallout. Obviously, she dealt with a lot of shit. She was in hiding and stuff. But yep. I, uh, I like Rosario Dawson in the role. I think she's good so far yeah. in The Mandalorian and stuff like that. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Um, but that kind of wraps up our 2023 preview. A lot that we're excited about. A lot that we're looking forward to. Like I said, my favorite show, the show I'm most anticipating, <laughs> Last of Us this month. Dune 2 coming in November. But I think this year is going to be a big year. It seems like there was a lot of delays because of COVID and stuff like that. And now yeah, it seems you get like a good mix. Able to, things yeah. on track and then things yep. that were delayed. Yep. And now it seems like everything, it's going to be a big year, I think. Yeah. It's going to be a big year. A lot of things don't have dates. There's still a lot more things to be announced, I'm sure, that'll come. But I think it's going to be a big, big year. Yeah. We just had a good year, too. 2022 was a good, good year. It was. It was yeah. a good year for watching. You know what I mean? Um, we're freaking, what are we at? Two hours? All right. So let's do our two reviews here, and then we're going to get out of here. Um, two reviews that we wanted to do today, because both of these movies I really, really, really loved, and I think they should be talked about. The first one is The Menu. came out this fall. It just hit HBO on January 1st. Um, the synopsis, young couple travels to a remote island to eat at an exclusive restaurant where the chef has prepared a lavish menu with some shocking surprises. Which, shocking surprises <laughs> is a very gentle way of putting it. Pretty accurate on that one. While it's directed by Mark Mylod, like I said earlier in the show, it's the most M. Night Shyamalan vibe movie I've ever felt in my entire life. That creepy, yeah. weird, don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. But this movie, man, to me, this movie did, like, it, it touched upon so many genres. It was like, yeah. it was dark comedy, but it was also, like, creepy, mysterious, at some points almost borderline horror, you know what I yeah. mean? Like when, um, like you know, Ralph Fiennes, like, corners are in the bathroom kind of stuff like that. I was like, very, like, oh, fuck, like, thrillery, right. suspenseful, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It touched upon a lot, a Which lot, hand? a lot. <laughs> Which yeah. hand was the... Like the kind of wild, creepy one to me. Yep. Yep. Um, a lot of great performances. It was a good cast. Ralph Fiennes, Lord Voldemort, he always kills it. I thought he turned in, I would say, an Oscar-worthy performance in should. this movie. Yeah. Should I, get some recognition yeah, for it. Yeah. I really, I really think... I don't know if you... I don't think you should win it, like I was kind of talking about earlier with Austin Butler. But I think he should be nominated. I yeah. think he was that good in this it's, movie. It's funny, too, because like his voice... Like you can tell by now he's been in enough stuff. Like... His acting voice was Voldemort's voice. Yeah. He wasn't just like that kind of, I don't want to say dark and dry, but 
Like that's his acting voice. He's done enough things now where like that's that's how he is. He's so calculated. Yeah. Even as gonna act, like all of his, like, you know what I mean? Everything you can you can see as like as an actor, he does everything with purpose. Yeah. Like everything's intention. Every little yeah. thing he does, he's awesome. He really is. He doesn't turn in bad performances. He's he's a master craftsman. He is unbelievable. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy, as we talked about, she fucking killed it. Nicholas Hoot's character was pretty funny as Tyler. He fucking he didn't give <laughs> he a fuck what was going funny. on. Yeah. Man. When shit started hitting the fan in this movie, he just keeps pouring food into his mouth. He was like, "This yeah. is a fucking bomb." Yeah. Um, going back to the funny part, like when he's making it, he's Tyler's Tyler's like pile of shit, whatever they call it. Like you know how they go off the different like descriptions of yep. the menu. Like that was wicked funny to me. <laughs> Delicious looking movie as far yeah. when they did those little cue cards for the meals and they like did the oh yeah. man dude even when they like uh, towards the end when Anna Taylor Joy does the burger thing and they do yep. like the oh my god yeah like, Jesus this that's a good looking burger that's a good yeah. fucking burger at the end of that movie movie's making me look this movie making me hungry yeah um. See, I thought, like, going into it, I thought while I was watching it, I, I kind of had, like, Shutter Island vibes. A little bit. It. Like, they're on this, like, secluded island, and I thought the payoff, I'm like, I don't if, I don't want to get into, like, spoilers, but I thought the payoff well, was, like, quite a few like, they eat or drink the food, and that's how they, they kind of, like, hypnotize them to become the chefs. Like, I thought that's how the chefs became how they were. Yep. Um. So, like, it had, like, the Shutter Island vibes, like, that wasn't the payoff but it that's was still the, that first like, the first shocking scene which we're in the spoiler range now but when the when we that first shocking scene when that cook like kills himself i <laughs> literally was like i was talking out a lot of the stuff i was like this guy's like crying i was like something's going on here i was like something's up i don't know what it is but something's up. and the next thing you know he just fucking does it Oh yeah, right. Oh my god! Yeah, was I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. Well, like I said, my reaction was like, "The guy was like, I'm, like, I'm gonna handle this," and I was like, "Which hand?" He's like, "What do you mean?" Yeah, 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 that's right. Which hand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which hand are you going to handle this? Oh my and god, man! He's like, "What?" They're like, "All right, the left." <laughs> like, they just, yeah, he cuts the guy's fucking what, thing like, around. What's the fucking fuck? crazy, man? This movie, you know, what I really did like about this movie, I'm excited. Like I, I did love it. You know, like a lot of these, there's a lot of movies like that are in the similar vein of this movie, but their messages, right, are all like kind of like hidden, subtle. Yes, it's a great way to put it. This movie punches you in the face. Mm. Like this movie tells you exactly like the people that are ruining art, basically, like the guy who keeps the asshole keeps taking pictures with the cell phone of the food. Uh, The conversation with the girl. the girl, uh, the act is like assistant there. It was fucking great. When Ralph yep. Fiennes goes, what school did you go to? She goes, Brown. And how many student loans did you have? None. I'm sorry. You're definitely <laughs> dying yeah. here. I was like, that, ah, was, that yeah. was fucking fantastic. Yeah. Or even it Ty- was great. Even Tyler. It was like, fucking he, great. He makes the food and like Ralph Fiennes like whispers in his ear. And then it's like the next scene, he's just hang- he's hanging he's in hanging the fucking the closet. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Uh, it was just a fucking wild movie. It sure was, Don't man. Don't to say it. It sure was. I loved it, though. I really, really did. I mean, I was fucking captivated by it. From almost the yeah. second that it started, as soon as they arrived on the island, right away, I was just like, everything, I don't know. I was just captivated. Yep. Captivated. Yeah. But. And it, you, like you said, you said M. Night Shyamalan. I honestly thought it was an M. Night Shyamalan movie until I was watching the oh, credits. It was, it was like directed by somebody else. And I was like, yeah, oh. my lord. Like, that wasn't, uh, <laughs> I thought it was an M. Night Shyamalan. Crazy. I mean, crazy. Because it, it, the vibe was perfect. Yeah, like I said that you just you're constantly like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. The whole movie, what yeah. is going on? But in a good way. But uh, no, I fucking I laughed. I was I s- basically screamed. You know yeah. what I mean? Fucking crazy. You know, I don't. It, 
it was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. I gave it a 9.1, one of my favorites of the entire year. Like I said, I thought it was an Oscar-worthy performance from uh, from Ralph Hyphen, uh, from Ralph Fiennes. Anya Taylor Joy did her thing yeah. again. She she was awesome. Uh, it set the bar high because I I mean I saw it. The way I'm looking at it is I saw it in 2023. So any movies I see in 2023 that are new, I'm I'm comparing it to like the menu. Yeah, you know what I mean. So oh yeah yeah yeah. That set the bar very. Like I saw Devotion today. I'd put the menu before Devotion. Yeah. Oh no! Like the this bar was, bar set very high for that one. I would say this was like right. This is definitely into my. This is in my top ten for the entire year. It's it's definitely towards like the eight to nine spot, something like that. I think I'd put this like right below the Woman King for me. I think it's probably like eight, nine, seven, eight, something like that. Yeah, in that region. very good movie. But yeah, I, I love it. This is something like I've talked about a couple things that I won't go back and rewatch today. This is one that I absolutely will go yeah. back and rewatch. Agreed. And I bet you I'll pick up on a couple of little things here and there that I didn't <laughs> yeah. necessarily pick up on the first time. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I mean, this was just a wild what the fuck movie. It was. I, I loved it. I really, really, Very really cool. loved it. Like I said, 9.1, one of my favorites for the entire year. It's on HBO, so if you can go, if you're looking for something to watch and you're into that kind of thing, you know, something a little different, a little weird, a little yeah. ominous and mysterious. And like I said, you, just, you never know what the fuck is yeah. happening the whole fucking movie, yeah. man. And it's passed down. Like, you, you referenced it to me. I loved it. I referenced it to at least two people that have watched it. Yeah. They loved it. So like it's it's out there you you know it's it's got the when you were texting me watching it you were making me crack up because you a couple of times you texted me things that I said like verbatim out loud like when you you texted me one, uh, so Anya Taylor uh, Anya Taylor Joy she kind of does a little bit of mysterious with her with her character like where she's from what her actual name is she kind of keeps it from the other people in the movie and then at the end it finds out that she's from Brockton Mass. And you know it's right down the street. And so as soon as I heard that, I did the same thing that you texted me. I was like, "Hey, shout out Brockton Mass, baby! Let's go, Anya Taylor yeah. Joy! Let's go, girl!" I fucking, I, you know, I mean, and you texted me like the exact same thing verbatim. I was fucking cracking up. When did you see Devotion? Devotion, there's one that's. I was like, "Oh wow, holy oh, shit!" Yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I'm looking. I always like that shit. That shit's always cool. Um, but I, this was just. I mean, very, very sim- simply put, very good movie. Yeah. Would recommend it to anybody. Yeah. And the feedback I've got off the people I've told to watch it have Liked loved it. the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not only did it, uh, we said it looked like the food looked delicious. I liked the look of this movie too. There's another one, The Island. Like it said when they first getting there, looked very pretty and shit like that. It was just a nice looking movie. I, I don't know. I just liked. I liked everything about it. I really, really did. There wasn't much that I took away from this movie that I. Like I said, that's why I gave it nine point one. Yep. There was very little that I didn't like about this movie. Very, nah. very, very, very little. Yep. Um, but yeah, HBO, go check it out. Los, you go check it out for sure. I th- I know you'll like it. This is up your alley. You this like is, the M. Night This show. was better than the next movie we're going to talk about. That is close but not true. Got to check it out. Close but not true. Uh, the next movie we're going to talk about is something that's been highly anticipated, of course. It's been in the making now for like this 13 sounds. years. Avatar, The Way of Water, The Return of James, Cam- uh, James-, oh my God, James Cameron's World of Pandora. Um, I... Would actually, I want to start off by saying that I know a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about Avatar, I had mentioned that I had only seen Avatar one one time, and it was when it like basically you know it came out, yeah. And I was like 16 years old, and I didn't like it, and I was like, obviously, I spent that long, I had to rewatch it before I fucking go see the second yeah. one. So I did rewatch it, and I was like, oh wow, I was totally wrong about this movie. Like, you know, my fucking brains changed so much in that amount of time. It's been 13 years, like we just said. I actually thought the first one was way better than I remember it being, and I really liked it. I was like, all right, now I'm way more excited for this second one. Yeah. To me, everything that the first one did 
The second one did just better. Everything yeah. about the second one to me was better. They just did everything the first one did better. Everything. I thought it was fucking spectacular. I really, really definitely did. Like I, I, wish, said, I, was, I wish I had this much emotion. It, it, it doesn't... I can't explain it. It doesn't do anything for me. I, I, I don't know how else to say it. I'm not... Like, we were just... We were going through the other day. We were looking at, like, you know, the highest, highest grossing films and yes. things like that. And I'm looking at every film and I'm like... I'm so emotionally attached to so many characters in these in these films. It could very well just be me, but I'm not emotionally attached to any fucking character in this film. I'm just not. I would. I'm not attached to the family at all. Ding 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 ding. ding. There's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Like we'll go into we'll go into spoilers. I'm I'm sure we will. So you know, sorry, spoiler alert. But like when when the person that dies dies, I didn't give two fucks. I didn't care. Oh wow, nice. Somebody died. Cool. See, I actually cared. I actually cared more than I thought I would because I wasn't expecting it. It just to me, it. it they, thank goodness. They goodness. Somebody fucking died. I didn't, it does it, it, I'm sorry. It, just, it wasn't I'm necessarily sorry. that I cared about it. Doesn't, doesn't do anything. For, it, it doesn't do anything for me. Doesn't move the needle. I'm not emotionally attached to the family, the bad guy, the fucking secondary characters. I'm not. You know who I was emotionally ta- uh, like attached to? The fucking whale who didn't have a flipper. Oh, he was the best part of the, the whole movie. Awesome. Let's not be. Honest. I mean, that's part of the movie, though. I mean, the whale was awesome. All of the like the creatures, the wildlife. It was awesome. Side of his head. It was awesome. I fucking thought the whale was awesome. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I wish I could explain it. I do get what you're saying, is because I'm not like. First of all, I'm by no means like I don't love Jake Sully. He's not even like my favorite character. Who the fuck cares? Like I couldn't even tell you who the fucking actor is for Jake Sully. That's how little I care. He's not really into much. He's not a big name actor. But I do get what you're saying on that. I, I don't think that they're necessarily wrong. What I would say is a counter argument is what I do care about is I actually I care about the the Navi. Yeah, like the world. As a whole. The world. I care about the, yeah. Pandora, the planet as a whole. I care about like the people as a whole. While I agree with you, the characters individually might not do it for me. Well, but in this movie, I. The first one, if you ask me, I, I liked Zoe Zaldana. She was my favorite character. Yeah. This one, I came into that. I actually liked most of the kids, to be honest. I liked the two oh, daughters. They were, they I thought were, that they were They different. were good. Yeah, they were fun. They I were good. They were good. While the youngest son is annoying because he doesn't listen to literally anything. He just constantly does the opposite of whatever he's yeah. instructed to do. That was annoying. At least he's an outcast and different. Yeah, he was different. I, I liked them. The kids, I actually liked. But one of my literal only complaints of the entire movie was that I wish that Zoe Zaldana had been in it more because I thought she took a real back seat in this movie. Yeah, definitely. Uh, until the third act, she's barely in the movie. Um, but I, I do I do hear what you're saying on that. I, I don't disagree even with it. I don't feel like any of these people are like super, super likable, like their personality-wise, where I'm like in love with them and stuff. But like I said, as a whole, and especially in this movie, because I think they did such a great job with the world building, the people of the Navi, the planet of Pandora, I care about. But I just, like, don't, like, for a movie of such mag, like, such magnitude, I just think that's wrong. Like, I, I would think, I would compare that I to, you. I would compare that, like, to, to like, Marvel. I get you. If you, that'd be, like, if you loved Marvel but didn't care about each individual character. I do get you. And I just think that's wrong to be so, to be such highly, highly rated. The slightly difference is, and I would say in that argument, is that, wow, that, like, you know, Marvel takes place, like, on Earth. From the, I mean, granted, they, we go to space. That's totally true. Yeah. But... 
We're just on Earth. We don't really, you know what I mean? This, this is a whole, this whole planet, and this movie especially, the second act of this movie, when we get to the Water Tribe, they created an entire fucking world for us. Yeah, and fine. it was awesome. And I know that there are people that are going to complain about the length of this movie and say that it was too long. And I would turn around and I would say that the place where you could cut, up the, you could cut the most time was in the second act. And my favorite part of this movie, to me, was the second act. It was my favorite part. I was fucking captivated watching. Yeah. Not even anything that was crazy exciting. They were just fucking swimming. But you got these fucking crazy plants on the water that are all lit up. You got these looks, crazy yeah, animals that are all fucking cool. swimming around and shit. I fucking like. I fell in love with it. I really did. I'm all in on Avatar. I, the best fucking, part of the best part of the movie was the last hour. The problem is, is third that act it, it took crazy. it took you two hours to fucking the third get act, to the last hour. The, of the third movie. act was fucking crazy, and it looked freaking unbelievable, man. Too long. The fucking battle scenes were awesome. The action great. sequences were good. awesome. Zoe Zaldana, when she finally did come in the thirteen, just going full like bloodlust and just fucking yeah. dude. It was very gory too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. hell yeah, it was. Hell gory. yeah, it was. But I fucking I like you mentioned like the whale and shit. I fell in love with that whale. Those creatures <laughs> yeah, and shit. That shit awesome. was awesome to yeah. me. When those hunters were coming in and they fucking shot that one and took all the goo out of it, I was fucking pissed. Yeah. I was so fucking mad. I swear to God, since I'm even kidding. I was in the theater and I was legitimately mad. I was like, "You're a fucking scumbag." Yeah. Like if I could smack you right now myself, I would. Yeah. They just like because um I can't remember which character it is, but it says it's just like that's it. Like that's. All you're taking, like you're taking right. one chalice, like the membrane or whatever. Yeah. You're just gonna this thing's, you know, like it's a like, billion yeah, long. It. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a massive thing. They're just gonna like throw it away, like it's nothing, dude. Yeah. And they were talking about how intelligent these creatures are. And we obviously saw it and stuff, but this I, like, was, I like the metaphor of like the the main hunter, like he yeah. dies by getting his arm cut off. Like I don't know. That, I thought fucking, that, was, that was a nice touch. I, you know, you know there was a, the dude, whale with a like flipper. This is why I, I love this movie so much. But I, I thought it was awesome. The bad guys, I thought what they did with the bad guys, I thought was wicked cool. The fact yeah. that they all died in the first one to the Na'vi, fighting the Na'vi. And then they go in this one, they go, hey, you want to get revenge in a different kind of way? We've seen revenge stories before. We're yeah. going to bring you back. We're going to put you into the bodies of the people that killed you. You're going to be just like them. But they still kept their suits with their bulletproof vests, their yeah. boots, the cargo pants. Mentally all still there. Yeah. That was fucking awesome to me. I thought that was wicked cool. And, and that was to me, that was different, like I said, because, yeah. you know, we've seen revenge stories, you know, but this was different. I, well, good news is, if you liked it, is that, you know, the main villain didn't die and nobody really died at the end. So Yeah, that was just, a little weird. I thought he was going to go just carry the into the next one. Yeah, I think James Cameron's got a lot of storytelling just to get do, it on He's got a lot of plans. I, I think that these characters are going to be a little bit more two-dimensional, uh, three-dimensional, I should say, than they are. Because right now, at this point, it's been very much like good guys, bad guys. But I think that that's going to start to mix a little bit. I know in the third one they've already so. mentioned that the Navi are going to be kind of like the bad guys, sort of in a way. Yeah, the, way the movie's going to be portrayed. Interesting to see how they spin it. Yeah, and even in this one, while we brought the Colonel back and we, you know, put him into this Avatar body, you could tell it while it was still his memories and stuff. There were differences. Yeah, because like when he's ready to stop, basically when they're looking for Jake Sully on the water islands, they're going to island to island. He's ready to basically just start, like, gunning all these people down. Just execute yeah. anybody. And the kid's the one who's like, you know, don't fucking yeah. do it. And granted, he still ends up burning down their village, which is really he's bad. He's a little bit more humane. Exactly. But he's yeah. not fucking putting them all to the torch and killing them all. You know True. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I do think that there's going to be something with his character where there's going to be a little bit of a spin, maybe. I don't know how they'll do it. But he's I, another one. I don't. I just don't really yeah. I don't care about him. Yeah. I, Sorry. I, I, I told Sorry. you, I don't think that you're like, totally wrong on that. I'm not yeah. emotionally attached to any of them. 
Um, I will say, so like I said, the, the fucking how are you? The, how are you? The the you're gonna be one of the top five grossing films ever. You couldn't tell me the fucking name of the main actor who's in the movie. Yeah, he's a yeah low, low name guy. Low, low, no, not a huge deal. Sam Worthington. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Um, it was fine. It was better than what I thought. You know, I, I've made my opinion very clear about Avatar on this podcast. It was it was better than what I thought it was going to be. What's something? But you know, I had it going into it somewhere like right in the middle of like a fucking five or something. So it got you know probably like a seven point one, seven point two. So it exceeded my expectations, but I'm I'm still not. I just I'm, I'm not in. I'm not hooked in on the Avatar franchise. I'm all in. I'm just not. I put all of my chips into the middle. I'm all in on Avatar. I'm kind of in the middle because the first one I thought was so-so. I thought it was way overrated compared to what everyone was saying about the first one. And then the second one came out, and I watched it, and I actually enjoyed it. But not because of the reasons, like like like, like Seth said, I have no connection to any of the characters in the show. I do but think that's a very the movie, legitimate argument. But it was very, very nice to watch. It was a visually... The most beautiful movie I've ever seen. Oh, uh, yeah. It was... It was, it was they did a really nice job putting the movie together. That being said, I did see that the next movie is supposed to be about a fire tribe. Sounds sick. I couldn't agree more. That sounds like sounds the, that sounds like better than the, the jungle problem is it takes you five hours ocean. to watch it until you get to the end. Sounds sick. Yeah, very true. Way too long. Could cut out like twenty. Come on, dude. Could, could cut out like forty-five on, minutes of the sh- of the of the movie. But hey, at the end of the day, this was. I give it eight point one. That's what I give it. I I I liked it. Didn't love it. Didn't hate it. I liked it. So to me, I would say, like I said, the second act is where you can cut out the most time in this movie because that's like I said, that was like the that was the world. We went to the new tribe, so we're gonna build this whole world. To me, it literally while I was watching it, I thought I I thought of it, but. To me, it reminded me of a movie that is one of my favorites of all time. It reminded me of The Fellowship of the Ring. It built the world. While it wasn't the most exciting things, like the first, say, hour and a half of The Fellowship of the Ring might not necessarily be like the most exciting movie in the world. You know what I'm saying? We're at Bilbo's birthday party. We're setting off fireworks. Then we're hiding from some guys. You know, there's a little bit of excitement. We're hiding from some guys in hood and cloaks. You know what I mean? We're hiding in the woods. but. We're also running through farms and fields and dealing with carrots and Merry and Pippin fucking showing up out of nowhere and landing on carrots and shit. We're going to the Prancing Pony and having fucking beers and fucking drinking. We're building, it's world building, you know what I'm saying? We're we're setting the fucking setting for where we're going to spend all of this time with these characters. And I love, like, that's why I love The Fellowship of the Ring. It's why it's my favorite of the three. I love that shit. So to me personally, this movie did a lot of that. Like, once we got to. The first 45 to an hour was kind of them almost almost just kind of catching us up on what happened since the first one ended. Hey, we had a whole bunch of kids. Hey, this shit happened. We became fucking heads of the tribes. Fucking, but like the second act, we fucking, the under, we created a massive, beautiful world. Yeah, it was good. Fucking incredible. I loved it. And then the third act that we mentioned. Was just third a act was very good. Massive battle. Yeah, third and awesome. Third act was very good. Kicked ass. I want to go see it again. Like in context, is that we I saw it with Los while we were waiting to fly home from our vacation, and I fell asleep. Watched it, (laughs) like dead ass, fell asleep for the first hour of the movie, and then this one I stayed up the whole entire time, and I was like, man, I missed absolutely nothing for the hour that I was asleep. 
An hour. Yeah, the first forty-five was definitely slow. A fucking to me. hour. Say, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's too long. Yeah, and like going back to Lord of the Rings, like it, the, you know, you're building like this world and stuff. But along that, I'm getting emotionally attached to like Frodo, Sam, Mary, Pippin. That's a good counter. That's along, a good along, point. along this one, I'm not. I'm that's not getting emotionally attached to Sully and and like the whole entire family. That's so that's a very good point. That's where it loses me. I will say one other thing before I watch. Well, I, I gave it a nine point four. That was my my rap. Like I said, just one of my favorite favorite movies. Yeah, this is coming in. At, I think like five. I'm gonna do my. We're gonna we're gonna be doing a whole award show. We've done a Halloween show. We did a Christmas show. Our next big special is gonna be kind of our own Oscar version of the show. Uh, so I'm looking forward to doing that. I think it's gonna be a good time. And uh, at that point, we'll kind of go through all of our you know best movies of the year. But I think this is gonna be you know right like five or six for me. You know, and if you had told me that. Two months ago, I would have said you're fucking crazy, but you just say all time. No, 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 no. For no, the, for this, this, this year, year, for this year. No, Thank God. Year. Uh, yeah, no, this was this was right, right, right there for me. I, I fucking, I really loved this movie. Uh, I can't say enough menu, good things about the menu is better. You know, that's the thing though. If better you said be. that, I couldn't like. I wouldn't be mad at you. You know what I mean? Like that's something yeah. that. Like, yeah. All right, like they're, I, to Clearly, me, they were I mean, both yeah, incredible. How can you argue with nine point one versus nine point four? Yeah, you know. I fucking loved them both. I really, really did. I thought it was a great way to kind of wrap up the year as far as 2022 in a year that had a lot of, a lot of good things to watch. But yeah, we'll be doing that, uh, that award show. I'm hoping it's going to be the three of us. I think that'll be good. Uh, that'll be uh, probably end of February, I think. Do it before the Oscars. The Oscars is, I think, the first week of March. Maybe do it like the yeah. last week of February. Do it before the Oscars. Yeah. But um, yeah, we'll do more planning on that. But uh, like I said, 9.4 for me, Avatar The Way of Water. Top five, maybe top six for the year. Los, what did you 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 really liked it too? Pretty much. What did you what did you what did you give it yeah, for a rating? Avatar, like a B plus. You think you said after the movie? Avatar, I give it eight point one. Eight point one. That's my final vote after watching it. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was visually pleasant to watch, and I thought that it was interesting. Honestly, it was a three hour movie. Like I said, I, I don't have the greatest attention span. Sometimes, uh, even a two hour movie, I'm just like, dude, I gotta watch a two hour movie three-hour movie i stayed awake the whole time enjoyed it but i like like seth said though as well he makes a great point i didn't get super invested into any of the specific characters it was kind of it was kind of the world like you said nick like like the it was visually pleasant to watch and the whole plot and the dynamic yeah get you into it but but i don't know like i said i i didn't hate it didn't love it i give it an 8.1 right down the middle yeah, even like the new tribe and stuff, just like taking them in. It took some time, but once they take them in, they're like, "No, nah, we fucking let you in. Now you're us, man. Like we'll fucking die for you guys. We're gonna wolf you guys." I don't know. I, I just I don't know. I liked it. I liked getting introduced to the new water people too, and how they were different. Like you know what I'm saying? Just like same thing with Earth. You know what I mean? Everyone to fucking different places, different skin colors because of fucking different sun and shit like that. Yeah, those people were like in the water all day, so they were like a lighter shade of blue. They had, like, a good tail. They had, like, thicker forearms to help them swim. Oh, that was fucking good. Now we got the fire tribe coming. Yeah, now we got the fire tribe coming. Who knows what the fuck they're going to be like. I bet they'll look sick. But I don't know. I'm looking forward. Like I said, I'm all in on Avatar. I'm very excited to see more from this world. And we're not going to have to wait too long because they filmed two and three back-to-back. Three's already in posts. Well, so... Well, like I said, oh, it should be the same time time frame then. It's going to be uh, like it's supposed to be two years from December, so I think it's December twenty fourth. Yeah, but uh, like I was telling you, I think we were leaving. He, James Cameron. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be the length of the movie, but he handed in nine hours worth of footage to be edited for. What a dickhead! Top three. <laughs> what an <laughs> asshole! Nine hours of footage. <laughs> I'm like you know, it, hey, you know, it was that like four fifty five to on a Friday. 
You know what I mean? Like like clocking out at five o'clock. Hey, this is for you next weekend. And here comes, yeah, here comes this asshole <laughs> dumping a load of paperwork on your fucking desk at four fifty five on a Friday. Hey, get back to me on Monday. What you thought? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think that's going to wrap it up for us here in episode nineteen. Good first episode to twenty twenty three. I would say uh, next week. Definitely check out Last of Us this yeah, weekend I'm excited for, for it. sure because we're going to be recapping that episode by episode. So we're definitely going to have a Last of Us recap next week, and then I think we're also going to do a review for Dev- uh, for Devotion because I'm going to check that out as well, and we can go a little bit more in depth on that. Sure. Um, so you know, check those out. I would say if you're looking for something to watch this week, because I think we'll be be reviewing those and talking about those in some depth next week. Uh, but that is going to wrap it up for us here this evening. As always, thank you to Mr. Los. Thank you to Mr. Rogers. It was great it's, to have you guys back. Hey, thank you. Yeah. It's <laughs> so you. damn good to be thank back. Thank you. Hey, man. Couldn't do this without you guys, you know? I miss you guys. Especially, you know, me and Seth have been doing a lot of shows together, me, him, and Lukey. But Los, it's been a grip, man. We haven't seen you in a while. I haven't talked to you in a while. So hey, baby, good. I'm back. Like I said, hey, you better fucking subscribe to YouTube. That's right. Right now. That's you don't have to right. do nothing. Just hit the subscribe button and then you have a two in fifty chance to make a forty dollar Amazon. Yeah, right. yeah. That's right. Or if you're really lucky, AMC, you, you go to the, the movies twice. Bring your girl, buy her a nice tub of popcorn. Nothing gets me more excited than a big old tub of buttery popcorn. <laughs> popcorn. Yeah, actually, no. Shout out again to Los because uh, he just doubled the cash prize. So now we got yeah. two winners Let's for go. our for our raffle, the race to one hundred. Like I said, go like he actually like he just said, go smash the subscribe button on YouTube. We're trying to get to hundred, and as soon as we get there, we're gonna be giving out that raffle. But like we said at the top of the show, twenty twenty three. It's a new year. It's the first full year here at the show, and it, it's time to take off. It's time for us to go. Now we so, go. Yeah, that's right. Now so we go. This is where I've said it before. This is where we need your guys' help. Hit that smash that share button. Hit the subscribe button. Leave a like. Leave a comment. All that stuff helps. We hope you guys enjoyed this episode, uh, and let's have a good year here. We hope to hear from you guys a lot this year, and let's uh, let's have some good time. Let's have a nice twenty twenty three. We'll talk to you guys all next week. But uh, happy watching.